Is it just me, or is it getting crazier out there? You've grown with it. Hey, Mo. So stoked to finally be on your show. Um, I've been listening since I was 12, and I'm 22 now. You've cried with it. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't thinking I was gonna cry at this, but I did. And at the heart of it all are the calls. Pinuntahan ko yung girl sa workplace niya. Sinabuyan ko siya ng coffee. Oh my God, you're fucking serious. Yeah, coffee, yes. And did you get arrested? Yeah, I, they brought me to the police. The people. Real people. You. Are you sad or frustrated that you've not had a boyfriend? I'm frustrated because I know I'm not ugly. Is it because I'm congested? Isn't that why? You know, here's the problem. You're 5'10 and you like Asian guys. That's a problem. Through the decade, this podcast has united Filipinos all over the world. We'll go to Dubai and talk to Olan, who is on the show. Hi, Olan. In Johannesburg. Toronto, we'll go Canada. to Milan, Italy. Valerie in Los Angeles. We'll go down and under to Sydney, Australia. Australia. Germany. Las Vegas. Mackenzie is in Vancouver, Canada. Hey, Mackenzie. Vienna, Austria. In New York City. You are in Quezon City. Bohol. It's Andy from Crazy Cebu on the program tonight. Some are bigger than life. Leia Salonga. Let's all give a round of applause, guys. Hi, Leia. Thanks for being here. Derek Ramsey on the show. What's up, Derek? Thanks for being here, man. Finally. Finally. Kiefer Ravenna. What's up, Kiefer? What's up? What's up? Hello. Good evening. Kiefer, please welcome the amazing Karen Davila on the show. Hey, oh, Karen, my thanks God. Let's say hi to the beautiful Georgina Wilson. Thanks hi, for being here. Hi, everyone. This podcast is amazing. Many are just everyday people. Of course, the, the usual Netflix and I don't know. Netflix and Tite is the usual. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix in Pirao. All right. GTWM has been the gold standard of Philippine podcasting. Hi, this is Lady Gaga. Good times with Mo, Philippine genius. But it is you that makes this show go. When I had you to take part, I had to take over. Welcome to GTWM 2020 with your host... The Philippine Genius, DJ Mo Twister. All right, welcome to the podcast. It is a Friday night, 31st of January. You're listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number three, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Of course, powered by Anchor.fm. My name is Mo. It's nice to have you guys here. The phone number is plus one, two, three, four. 231-6600. You can also get me on Instagram and on Twitter, which is at DJ Mo Twister. Facebook page is GTWM Podcast. You can throw out questions about love, life, sex, any interesting topic you want to throw out at me here as we wrap up the first month of the decade. Big talk, of course, around the world now. Panic as uh, the coronavirus has... Well, let me get rid of the background music here just because this seems like it doesn't fit what I'm talking about. Seems like the uh, coronavirus panic is in full effect, and 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 I think rightfully so. Uh, if you look at the stats, at how much it's spreading and and how bad it is, it's it's worse than SARS. It's it's worse than some of the other stuff that have come around more recently that have touched uh, the region and now, of course, the Philippines. As we got our first case, I believe it was yesterday or earlier today was uh, our first case first case in the Philippines. So naturally. Uh, and, and myself included here, we want to know what the fuck the government is doing about it. Uh, we see these hashtags like Aus Duterte, and um, it's just kind of mind-boggling how 
all the other countries are in on a travel ban, and yet we are so slow to get that approved. Now, I, I'm, I'm assuming by the time this podcast is up airing and you guys are listening to it, that there has been a travel ban issued, because if not, that would be fucking crazy, because everyone else is doing it, and they should be doing it. Uh, the DDS is, is awfully quiet. You don't hear a lot of the president's support, you know, the diehard supporters, you know, the, the fucking idiots, uh, all, the, all the way from the common, the, 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 you know, the common tao all the way to some of his more uh, outspoken tards like the Franco Mabantas of the world and all of that. And uh, it's, it's just kind of makes me wonder what's the deal? Why, why so hesitant to follow suit with the rest of the world in moving on a, a, a temporary travel ban, obviously temporary. Uh, we all know that that the president is very close with China, is very close with Russia. Russia already has a travel ban, so the moment that happened, I was pretty confident that we would follow because, well, you know, just as long as one of the president's friends is doing it, then we will probably jump aboard there. So, so I'm sitting, I'm thinking, like, well, what, what's his problem, right? What, what's the deal here? And and I, I don't want to sit here and do the bash like I usually do about everything. It's really, I, I want to know what the problem is with him and how he doesn't want to move on this. And I think I've come to the conclusion that it just has to do with... Maybe he's old, senile, or maybe he's old and he, that, that badass persona is so ingrained in him that he's like, are you serious? The flu? A cold? Sipon lang? Putang ina? Tapos natin yan? He doesn't understand or accept that we're going to be pushed around by a sickness. You know, it's just a virus. It's not a country with bombs and missiles and a million deep infantry. It's not any of that. It's a cold. It's a fucking flu. It's a virus. Are you kidding me? We're going to have to... I have to be bothered by this bullshit? Suck it up. He might... You know, like that fucking bravado bullshit? Like, even with a volcano, it's like... Volcano, I'm just gonna piss in that. Who cares? This is a fucking flu. When, or, or when you see the, when you see those, you know, the the was it bacteria? When you look in the fucking scope, right? Sorry, I've left my fucking my science terms have gone. But you know, when you look in, in in the scope and you see these little fucking viruses and they're so small and and you can you can't you know naked to the to the eye and all of that. He's like. We, we, we have to address this small piece of shit. And I'm thinking maybe that's what it is. He's got that mindset. He's an old man fucking losing his mind, trying to be a badass, and refusing to even be bothered by something so minuscule and so like, oh, just here, have some vitamin C and some water and you're fine. Now, I know the Senate next week is supposed to kind of meet and, and decide on what to do about this, which is crazy that it's going to take till next week. But man, this is, if, if there's an example of how bad our government is, here's your best example. 
I, I know all the uh, diplomacy failures that we have with other countries is embarrassing, and some of the other stuff we do is kind of laughable, but this right here is legit. And, and if you downplay, now I'm not a doctor, obviously, so maybe you doctors out there have a little bit more grasp of the severity regarding the, the virus, but it's spreading pretty fast, and its kill rate is pretty good, meaning there's a good chance you're going to fucking die if you get it. Now, I know it's easy to panic, right? Because it's a small world. We're all very much connected. We're going to get the information. We're going to see viral videos. We're going to see a, vi a video of a guy in China walking, falling down on his face and dying. And we've got the movies to back it up that fucking terrify us. Yes, there is a panic. But this one sounds legit. And I'm kind of, as like many of you are, wondering, why are we so slow to move why are we? Why is there boatloads of fucking tourists from China coming in the country, and we're not doing anything about it? It's kind of weird. Uh, all right, let's find out what our uh, game plan is going to be, our battle plan. Uh, in the meantime, if you guys are wearing your mask and washing your hands, some of the other adv pieces of advice have been comical as well. Uh, drink water, <laughs> yeah, whatever the fuck. Uh, just be cleaner, be safer, keep it in mind. You know. Just, Try to stay indoors as much as possible. All that shit to, to kind of uh, help help uh, not spread this thing, especially in the Philippines. All right, we got a big show here tonight. Uh, let's look at the lineup. We have one from Davao, speaking of the president. And after that, it's all outside of the Philippines here for episode number three. Of course, this podcast does not exist without Anchor.fm. If you want to grab them on their website, if you want to do the app, you can just go to Anchor. And that's for those people out there, you've got an idea for a show. I've been getting messages on Instagram. People are uh, talking about Anchor and like, hey, heard it about it on your podcast. I want to make my own. That's awesome. Um, it's a Spotify-owned company, so it makes it easy for you people to get into podcasting. It's just an all-in-one, totally free platform where you can record a podcast, you can host it, distribute it, measure per your performance analytics, find some show sponsors. It's 100% free, which is so, so cool. And again, it works in your web browser if you go to anchor.fm or if you want to check out the mobile app. So again, do it. Uh, that's how I'm doing my podcast. If you're looking at all the big podcasts now out there, I think I was... On Instagram, looking at the Megan Young, Mikael Diaz, when they just recently got married, right? And they talked about the entire process on their podcast. And guess what? They're using Anchor as well on their podcasting, uh, as their podcasting platform, which is really, really cool. So I love, love, love seeing how big Anchor is getting. So good for them. Good for you. Congratulations on your podcast if you already used it. And if you're on the fence about getting one, well, hey, let's go. Chop, chop. Super easy. Super cool. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's take our first call and go to the Middle East. Next call. Let's talk to George. George is 23 years old. He's in Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates. Welcome to the program, George. Nice to have you here. Yeah, hey, Mo, what's up? George, I, I, the show. thank you. And I got to say this, brother. You're probably the best-looking guy that's ever called this show. Now, I, that's, probably, <laughs> really? that's probably not true, but yeah. I can't think of a guy... I'm looking at your photo right now. You're a good-looking dude. Did you ever do commercials uh, yeah. or do the showbiz thing? I'm sure no, you did no. the VTRV there. No? No, no. But you are good-looking, eh? Or, or is this just the very best photo you've ever taken in your life? No, that was... Um, yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I think of myself not that good-looking, but 
Really? Only my relatives. <laughs> yeah. Think of myself as an average-looking guy, you know? But everybody else tells you you're good-looking, at least? No? No, they just tell me I look young for my age. So you Well, for you definitely that. look super young. But dude, you look like... <laughs> you look fucking... You know, like... Like a celebrity. I, I I don't know. Maybe this photo is just an amazing photo. But and, and yeah, maybe I think so. I don't know. You look like fucking Aga Mulak did in his prime, it, it, or <laughs> like right when he was doing the you know the the young teenage stuff. You're a good looking guy, oh, man. Come on. No, I'm serious. I'm yeah, serious, dude. Tr- just listen, I wish I could take your photo and post it yeah. on our Reddit page and just go. Okay. Isn't this like the best looking guy that has ever called our show? <laughs> no, not you're not hunky. You're not. You're none of that, right? Yeah. It's, you're not like. No, I'm not. You're just like you know, you know, boggy, no, like, like, you know, like like yeah. like Agamula was. <laughs> Agamula yeah. was never a hunk, or maybe he was, maybe like or later in his life, but now he's a fucking fat ass. But you you know, you look seventeen year old. Yeah, that's what, that's what everybody's telling me. Yeah, dude. It's like I look very um I have a baby face, I think. That's super, super, saying. super baby yeah. face. Okay, anyway, enough yeah. of me gaining out on you. Uh, what yeah. is okay. your question here tonight, sir? Well, my question is um, sex-related. Okay? Yeah, go ahead. Because um, my girlfriend and I have been living in together. You guys live in together? In, in Abu Dhabi? Yes? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty strict, you know. But I mean, I know, I know the UA, the UAE isn't as strict as, of course, some of the other countries there. Um, you know, the Bahrain, yeah. the the Saudi, all that stuff. You guys have, are a little bit more relaxed, but you can live in with your girlfriend. That and they allow that, or or, or what? Um, basically, it's happening, but it's not really allowed. What do you mean by not you know, really because, allowed? It's either it is or it's not. No, because. Because sometimes um, there's this inspection in your flat, then they will ask you if you live in together, do you have papers, something like that. Do they so just do they schedule? Screw, do they schedule your inspection no. or do they just barge in? So um it will it will have some sort of announcement from the building only, but they will inspect random rooms then. Wow, really? In UAE, huh? That fucking sucks. Yeah. Okay, anyway, so you live in with your girlfriend. You guys are living a life of crime. Uh, yeah. And then? And then. <laughs> yeah. And um, because before we live in together, we talk about this, right? With her parents and with her, of course. Then we're, we have this plan because we, we're kind of on the same page in terms of not having, uh, what's this? Penetrative sex before we got married. So you guys are not having sex, or you you told each other you will not have sex with. You say penetrative. That means you guys are suck, yeah. you She's sucking dick, and you're fingering, and and you guys are having oral. Yeah. When you say that, right? yes. Okay. Yeah. So you but decide. No you talked about it. Involved it. Okay. So you yeah. talked about it. You said no sex, but then what? Yeah. So at first, um, maybe a month or three months, we're doing fine. Then it got out of hand. Then we started doing it. Okay, so you're having sex. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, I'm having problems because um, at first I was... Uh, mabilis akong, I mean, uh, what do you call it? 
to come. You come fast. Yes. Okay. Uh, at first, yeah. yeah. So what I did was I tried to jack off first before doing it with her so it would buy me some time, maybe oh. 15 or 30 minutes. That's that's way too long anyway, dude. That's not realistic. 30 minutes is... Really? Yeah, 30 minutes of, of intercourse yeah, is so long. Sometimes it gets numb, then I would have to make it hard again, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, but but if you're trying to get to 30 minutes, please understand that that's way too much. Yeah. 30 minutes is not a realistic amount. And if you find mm. that to be if you find that to be normal, 30 minutes is yeah. not normal. What's normal is 5 minutes. Okay. 5 minutes? Yeah, 5 minutes is normal, not 30 really? minutes. So if you're trying to no. aspire for 30, please don't. Mm, I see. No, because he she's getting She's getting too long to reach her climax. Yeah, but it's hard. I don't know it, why. Yeah, but it, it takes a long time for girls to have an orgasm via intercourse, and that's why you you use foreplay and and you go down on her before. And I mean, sure, there are girls out there that can orgasm through intercourse. Um, it does yeah. take, on average, longer than a guy does. Right? I'm yes. targeting the number thirty. Is not. I'm not saying that. It's not wrong to hold out for as mu- as long as you can, but I think aspiring for thirty minutes of pure intercourse—that's a long time. That I, mm, I, and so I don't and I don't think it's realistic. You can try to you can try to aspire for ten minutes. I'm just saying the average can. the average is three to five minutes, and if you want to try longer for like ten, then God bless you, go. But to try for thirty, George. Major unrealistic <laughs> 30 each time. <laughs> For the average guy, okay. I know I know there's gonna be a guy yeah. out there listening right now that takes him 45 minutes to come. Yes, I know. Mm. But the average going rate, 30 minutes, masakit na yun for even for the girl. <laughs> yeah, minsan nga, sabi, parang nasasaktan daw siya, then English stop na mami. So yung question ko is what do you what should I do? I mean, you want me I want Okay, so, so what what are you what are you averaging right now? In right time, now? yeah, like two minutes. The first time or the yeah, the first time. time, the first time. First time, maybe two three minutes. Okay, which is almost normal. And then the second yeah. time, what are you averaging? If you do a second round, the second time after magkukul down mo na siya. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. After five to. 10 minutes, then pag okay na, uh, 15 minutes, ganun. That's good, man. Dude, George, you're kind of normal. Uh, are you yeah. going down on her before you guys have sex? Yes. And is she getting an orgasm? In, is she getting an orgasm via oral sex with you? Mm, kasi feel ko dun siya nasa, nasanay. Yeah, but is she enjoying kasi, it? Yeah. She's okay. enjoying it. And Minsan, she's had- I don't know. Uh, medyo natatagalan. Ewan ko kung bakit ko. Baka, dati kasi baka kinakabaan lang siya. Baka may makakahood, ganyan. Is it illegal or, Is it illegal to own sex toys in uh, UAE? I'm not sure about yeah, that. You, you got to look that up. Okay, so listen. Let's, let's kind of... Let's kind of break it down a little bit. Okay, I, I'll only okay. tell you from my personal experience, Okay. Okay. Personal experience, if I'm going to have sex in missionary, I'm only going to last like two minutes, like you. 
if the girl mm. is on top, like if Chopper's on top, I can last 10 minutes easy, right? Okay. I don't want to say easy, but I can do probably 10 minutes. it not be that big of a deal. Uh, doggy style, maybe that's another, I don't know, maybe I can last 7 to 10 minutes doggy style. Reverse okay. cowgirl, which is weird because if she's regular cowgirl, her on top facing mm-hmm. me, I can do that for 10 minutes. Yeah, not a problem. Maybe I could even do it for 15 minutes. Not a problem. Uh, if yeah. she turns around, though, and I could see the dick going inside part, then mm-hmm. then I, I can only last like three minutes. Um, missionary is my, is my weakest position. If we're wow. trying to do a quickie, like we hear the kids coming down the stairs, and I need to knock yeah. one out in 30 seconds, missionary, that's the way to go. So the spooning one also, like, you know, when she's on her side and I'm uh, behind her, and then, you know, we okay. have sex that way, which is a really nice position. Like, if you just woke up in the morning and you have morning breath, that's a good position mm-hmm. to do it. I yeah. Can, yeah, I can do that for also, again, another maybe seven to ten minutes. So that, that's another longer one. Missionary is my problem. So are okay. you able to identify which positions are your weakest and which ones are your strongest? And when I mean weak, I mean the shortest amount of time and the strongest is I mean the longest amount of time. Are you able to identify? Uh, not really. Not I really. haven't. Okay. Check that one. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so try to conduct a little bit of a survey with yourself. And I know mm-hmm. that this is kind of new, right? How long have you been having sex with your girlfriend? Uh, maybe three months. Yeah. So, so, and this is your first time? I mean, did you lose your virginity to her? Yes. Okay. So then the, you're in the learning process mode. And you, mm-hmm. and you know, if you listen to the show, it took me like 10 years now, maybe I'm really stupid now. Yeah, but it took me 10 years to be comfortable with what I know, how to perform, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. and how to satisfy, quote-unquote. And the reason why I put quote-unquote on those words is because I'm not even sure I'm doing it right. But to get to a point where I'm comfortable, it took me like 10 years. Now, I started much younger than you, and so maybe that's why it took a long time because you're, a, you're much older than when I started. You're 23. Right, you said. Yes, um, twenty-three. You're twenty-three, so you're kind of smarter than I was already by default. But you are not experienced, and this is going to take time. It's going to take time for you to figure yourself out and your body out, and it's going to take time for you to figure out her body, and then it's going to take time for you guys to figure it out together. Um, you know, your own sexual chemistry. So what I would do is I would kind of make a mental note. Do do I come fast in this position? Do I last longer in this position? Um, that's one good way. Another way is, you know, turning off the lights. I've found that to be pretty effective if you're super excited because we are visual creatures, men are. And if you're visual, well, you want to limit the amount of visual you have. And if you do that, maybe you last a little longer. Uh, obviously, there are condoms out there if you're using condoms, like you said. You're using condoms, right? Yeah. There are condoms yes, out there with the creams and the gels inside the condom that make you last longer. Uh, the problem with those condoms is that it makes your dick numb. And if it makes your dick numb, it doesn't mm. feel as good. But you last yeah. so much longer. Like, man, you last three times longer. Maybe you, maybe you don't even come at all because your dick is so numb. Like, I've used those condoms before. And there have been many times where I didn't get to come at all because it's like a dentist fucking in- injected 
anesthesia in your dick. Mm-hmm. Hindi, kasi minsan, nung una kasi, di ba, we're doing oral. Then, na-reach niya yung climax niya for maybe 10 to 20 minutes. For her. Puro pure oral lang yun hanggang sa ma-reach niya yung climax niya. Now, when we started doing it, para mas gusto niyang ma-reach yung climax niya habang ginagawa namin yung, right. so, yung so, penetration. Okay, so then she, you, she has to find out the best position for her to achieve that. Uh, for mm. Chopper, for example, it's when she's on top because she can then rub her clitoris on against my skin and then that simulates a clitoral stimulation. This is something, again, you might have to find out as you... Um, as you guys get to learn a little bit more about each other. Does she have a big clitoris? Do you know what that is? Do you know what a clitoris is? Yeah. Okay, does she have a have, does she have a pretty good sized one? Yeah. She has she, okay. she I mean, yeah, but is it is, I it, mean, is it a good size? Normal. Normal lang What would you know about normal? Because last time, um, what's this? No first time nya magkam na habang nagsisex kami. Dog I was sa? rubbing her. You're no, right. okay. He was on top. She was on top. Then right. I was rubbing her clit how, while she was moving. So right. Right. Dun, na reach niya yung climax niya. Right. So you Pero can, it, so, so you see so you see there then that the rubbing of the clitoris, which is very common for girls, yeah, uh, that works well for her. So yeah, if that's the case, her on top would be good. Missionary would be good, but not where you're lying on top of her, but yung ba parang like the L shape, you're on top, she's on her back, and she's rubbing her oh. clitoris while you're penetrating her. And that's a really good look mm. too. Like, it, I mean, visually, that's awesome, right? Yes. Uh, you might come too fast though on that one. Uh, that could be possible. Another one for you is the spooning when you guys are lying down and you're on the back and you reach your hand over and you rub her clitoris from the back while you're fucking her from the back. So it's not doggy style. You're, 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 yeah, you're laying down on your side. She's in front of mm. you. You're entering her from the back and then you're stimulating her clitoris from the front. That could be another good one for you guys. Okay. I'll try that one. Yeah. Yes. And, and what I would do also is maybe buy a vibrator wherein when she's on top and you're inside her, mm. you can put the vibrator on her clitoris while you're inside her, while she's on top. But I'm, she'll sit on the vibrator and sit on you also. And that would work. That really, really works well for uh, Chopper as well. Oh, so I need to buy that one. Also. Yeah, yeah, you can okay. buy that. Yeah. But, you know, you don't have to get a big-ass fucking vibrator. It can be a smaller one because since you're going to be inside her anyway, the vibrator is just for her clitoris when she's sitting on top of you. I'll try that one. Okay, so three positions yeah. I think might work well again. Cowgirl with the rubbing on her back with mm-hmm. you on top with her rubbing her clitoris and then you rubbing her clitoris side, you know, in the spooning position. I, you, yeah, I, 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 w- I would try all of those three. And then in, in terms of you coming too fast, you can use the condom with the, uh, what, what are they calling it? Is the gel in it? Yeah, they have the, every condom brand has a different name for that variant. It's the last longer mm-hmm. or delayed ejaculation, whatever, all that bullshit. You can use that. I don't like them, but if you're desperate, they're there. Um, yeah, because I'm, I'm scared. Maybe 
I don't want to get her pregnant, you know, because we're not. Yeah, I would go with this. birth control pills. Do they? 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 They don't sell that in UAE, no? Or do they? No, I don't think so. I, I, I would. I would. It. Yeah, I would get it from the Philippines. If you have any relatives or something like that, I would get it from the Philippines. Mm-hmm. That would be a good one. Um, yeah. No. That. 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 Try all of those first, and let's see if it works out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You sure. got. You got a second question. Um, yes, I have a second question. Fire away. Okay. So, as I said earlier, I was 23. Um, then my girlfriend is 25. And we've been together for seven years now. Okay? Yeah. And wow, I have to say that... have been together that long. Shit. You've been together yeah, seven, seven years, years and you only started having sex three months ago. That's incredible. Yes. Exactly. Okay. All right. So you guys started, you started again when you were 16, she was 18. And then what? Yeah. And um, I have to say that I've never been happier in my life ever since I met her. Then I'm really grateful and blessed that uh, I have her to be my partner. Okay. Because, uh, I sobrang masaya siya kasama and minsan nag-aaway kami of course pero we fix it right away Mi- that's great naman namin. that's great yeah now um being a listener to your show I have the impression that you're against well not really against it's too much strong forward maybe you're not a huge fan of couples getting married in their right. er- early 20s yeah right now my question is not a uh hindi siya talaga question more of a, I want your opinion on this because um I wanted to hear an opinion from a person person with a different perspective sure because um I'm really sure about this girl and I wanted her to marry me I already asked her parents about this and I've been planning this one since I graduated college Pero back then, it was a stupid idea. Because, una, I wanted to help my family first, right? And, yeah. um, yeah. syempre, ka-graduate lang. Then, second, she's still studying. Then, I would definitely um, be killed by her parents kapag nalaman nila na uh, pag mag-propose ako that time. And, yung third is siguro practical na lang kasi hindi naman ako... Mayaman. I didn't come from a rich family with a family business. So yeah. if I were to ask her to marry me back then and if she would say yes, I would lead her to a miserable life. So I didn't ask it. Mm, now, okay. I yeah. I can say na I'm in a good place, you know, financially. And that's why I'm very sure about asking her to marry me. Sure. Then yun lang naman. Um, I wanted to hear your opinion about this. Also, yun na rin yung isa sa factor. Hindi naman siya huge factor. Isa lang sa factor since mag-live-in kami dito. So, I don't want to risk anything kapag something happen kapag may na-inspect. At least meron kaming uh, yeah, paper. No, yeah, no. I mean, are you guys planning to live in the UAE indefinitely or long-term? Forever? How long do you plan to no, stay there? So, um, Maybe, kasi, hindi ko talaga plan pumunta dito eh. So, maybe mga two, three years lang. Then, afterwards, mag, 
magpo-process kami ng visa pa Canada okay, or if US. you're if you're super super sure that this is the girl for you then i yeah. would yeah i mean i i'm i'm not against you guys well i mean yeah i, I kind of am against early marriages right because that that's yeah. that's really it, it's a bad idea but it's not bad for every single person it's just bad generally speaking right so yes. i'm that doesn't mean that you're never going to make it it just means most people don't and but you can be different right you guys could be the different ones so yeah. you can try it i would definitely though if she's the one for you if she's really like your you guys are meant for each other and you're perfect i would very much consider getting married as soon as possible because i don't mm. want you guys getting in trouble with the law like that law shit is yeah. real, dude. And uh, while I I'm kind of surprised that the UAE is so strict, if you're telling me the truth and they are strict, dude, don't play with that fire. You you might as well yeah, then yes, just get married right away because don't play with that. If they inspect yeah. you and they see you and you guys end up going to jail for this, that's completely it was completely avoidable. And you just got that's fucked. That's why I want Yeah, I want I just I want kaya gusto kong process na agad siya para wala na kaming iniisip na delikado to baka yeah no I'm, 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 I'm with you if you're I know we're all sure when we're with when we're with the person we absolutely are so in love with we all think that this eto na talaga eto na diba we all do yeah. but and while that's not necessarily it doesn't necessarily mean you're, you're going to um, succeed but I you know it sounds like you guys are sure I don't want you to get in trouble. So I would process a civil marriage immediately and then do the wedding, the church wedding, another time. Yeah, that's exactly our plan. Yeah. All right? Yeah. All right, bro. Yeah. Well, good luck, man. Thank you, Yvonne. Thank Thanks you. for the call. Yeah. And uh, I hope your dick works out well and your marriage <laughs> and all of that stuff. Okay? Please don't get yeah. arrested. Thank you, Mo. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Have a good sure. one. All right. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. All right. There's George. Good looking guy, man. Really? I have I gotta post this photo. He's gonna kill me though. Yeah. But no, good looking dude. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we have more of the show. You listen to Good Times with the Podcast. Season 7, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook. GTWN is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. <laughs> Hey guys, have you checked out the Sharp Philippines website recently? Man, they have the latest in 4K and ultra-high definition TV technology and Sharp offers up-to-the-minute smart technology in a range of sizes to fit your room and entertainment needs. Go beyond smart. Choose brilliant. Sharp's cutting-edge technology delivers breathtaking color and clarity and it makes it easy to enjoy your favorite shows, movies, and streaming content. Features that take full advantage of ultra-high definition 4K technology brings you the purest, most vibrant colors, immersive sound, and of course, easy access to all of your favorite entertainment media. You want to take a close look at that Aquas 4K from Sharp. It really does set such a high bar for image quality and sound. And if you want to go crazy, the Aquas has an 8K, 8K to feast your eyes on. Head over to the Sharp Philippines website now and let's drool over the next TV that we're going to buy together. Choose from a wide range of screen sizes and a variety of ways to find and enjoy your favorite movies and shows. Sharp, be original. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. 
Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. All right, welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number three, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. It's powered by Anchor or Anchor.fm if you're in the web browser. Uh, I want to thank you all for the feedback that I've been receiving. Pretty positive uh, feedback from everybody listening to season seven here. Of course, you always get terrified when you have a show like this with the people that download it, how many downloads you're getting, how many thousands, and how many uh, responses and interaction. And I, I know the social media term is engagement, reach, all that stuff. I mean, on the radio show, I could pretty much care less because it's the radio show. You know, I, I know we do really well. It's, you know, in, in our market with our demographic, it's pretty much the top show in the country uh, when it comes to the radio. And it, it's a magic 89.9 thing, right? It, it's fun. I love doing it and all that. But when you have your own kind of baby here like like this show you really focus on every little detail every piece of criticism every single message every feedback review whatever uh, i'm all over it so thanks guys for doing that for the people who have donated as well uh you can do that going to anchor.fm slash gtwm podcast and uh, donate as little as 99 cents which really does go a super long way when a bunch of you do it so please that would be very very cool uh, let's see here. I know we have three international calls. We already did Abu Dhabi. We'll, let's go to the Philippines next. And then after that, we'll go Argentina, Vietnam. So here's our second caller of the night. This is an all-male episode now that I'm looking at it. Oh, okay. We rarely ever get that. All males calling the podcast tonight. That's for a nice change. Here we go. Caller number two. Next call. Let's talk to Carlo, who is 25. Carlo, you are in Manila, right? I think Manila, yes? Uh, no, I'm here in Davao. Oh, I'm sorry. You're in Davao. Okay. Jeez. Yeah, but I'm going to story. I mean, I'm going to share my story when I'm in Manila last weekend. Last weekend. Because, yeah, because of my training. Okay, I mean, so... the well, training... Mm. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Well, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. <laughs> good morning. Yeah, thank you. Thank good morning. Yeah, I'm a fan and... Oh, really? I mean, I can't believe that I'm here right now at your podcast. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Are all of you Davao people DDS? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. I just want to know, like, are all the Davao people, you guys are all DDSers and shit. But I don't. Is it like? Is it like, is it like you like mocha? You like bato? You oh, no. like bongo? You like no, those no, guys or no. just president? We just love the president. Yeah, okay, we love okay. the president. Pani hindi. Not all. It's okay. They support the the president, but yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's see. What do you got? What do you have? What do you have on the show for us today? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm going to share my uh, wild experience last weekend uh, in Manila. So. Okay. Yun. Yeah, um, it's a gay thing. Uh, just give you a heads up, it's a gay story. Sure. Um, I and know this is not the first. I mean, I've been listening to your podcast or even in YouTube before or yeah, on yeah. Magic yeah, before. Yeah. yeah. So I know you can give some insights or inputs uh, sure. about, on my experience. Yeah. Sure. So just give a disclaimer. Um, I'm not really... Good at English. Maybe I'll go a you mix sound, up with your thing. You sound perfectly fine in English. Yeah, your yeah, English is you, very good. Yeah. yeah, thanks, bro. Yeah, the, so here it goes. Um, 
So yeah, I'm using Grinder app. So I'm really active in sex um, on my age. Like I've, I, I can say that I've been having sex for almost. Siguro, um, I'm making it alternate. That's how how active I am. What do you mean alternate? So, uh, like how many how many well, partners have you had? How about that? Uh, multiple partners, but like in what? a safe way. Like yeah, yeah. Like what? A hundred? I guess I, it's countless, bro. Yeah, and is, is, does a hundred sound right or no? Not even. It's it's more like two hundred, three hundred. How often? <laughs> Come on, it's un- it's just hundred maybe. I mean, how often do you, how often do you have sex? Alternate, like I mean, this day maybe I'll just skip another. I'll just skip a day then. I'll every, have sex so in every other every other day, as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and how, uh, and new new partners each time or or what? Yeah, thanks to Grinder. Okay, so if you have sex every other day with a new person, you are well over one hundred. <laughs> Well over yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. You're more like and how long have you been doing this? You mung a super kaitsino? Um yeah, when I got a job. So maybe how, after what's that mean? I don't know your life. What does a job mean? Uh three yeah, years? Sorry, sorry. I mean yeah. yeah, maybe three years. Okay. Yeah, three yeah. years. So you've banged yeah. nearly three hundred people. More more like four hundred <laughs> people, but okay. Right. Uh yeah, but but actually um I've I have uh, I have my bottoms. I don't know if you know the term. I have my bottoms for for. I mean, if they request, we ha- we can make another round or have another day yep. schedule. Yep, yep, like, yep. Uh, okay, okay. So you've got you've got recurring people. Like it's not always yeah, a new person. Okay, so yeah, and I, and I, so the, great. Congratulations! You're having a lot of sex. That's awesome. So what happened last yeah. weekend? So yeah, yeah, there you go. I mean, um, every day, um, you know this. Uh, on that that was Sunday morning, so Sunday morning. So it was um, I don't know. Yeah, don't. Um, I, I I'm alone in my hotel, so I decide, So I'm looking for a sex. Then someone invited me to have a sex. Then suddenly he said, "Hey, bro, it's okay if you it will be three times." Then sure, um, I'll try. I mean. Come on, I want sex. So yeah, fucking because threesome. I like him. Yeah. I saw yeah, threesome's yeah, awesome. I saw his yeah, I saw his picture. Like it's fucking hot, bro. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, he's he's very toned man. And oh my god, the jawline, the physique. Oh my god, like Pogi oh my, talaga. I like this one. Pogi talaga. Yeah. Pogi talaga. Promise, promise. Yeah. And and then um, then he also chatted that. We will be having a threesome with a guy that he met on a bar. All right. Because it's Sunday morning, so they so obviously he came from party, a party, you yeah, know, somewhere yeah. in Makati. Yeah. Then ganon, um, I, but then he said that if it's okay, that it will be in his place, not in my hotel room. Sure. Sure. So so I went there. Kahit malayo, dilakad ko talaga. Or not really malayo. Tropinuntan ko talaga just for this, for the fun part. Of course, then, he's hot. You want to fuck him. All right. And then what happened? You guys get yes, you guys get yes. to the room, and then what? Then surprise, there's a guy there. It's a threesome. Then the the top man. It's very hot. It's it's he's half Arab. 
Uh, Arab, Pil- guess, Filipino. Half Arab, half Filipino, yeah. So, Pogi yeah, yeah. also. Super, like, man, it's this is my dream. It's this my fantasy. <laughs> I'm in heaven right now. Thank right, you, Jesus, right. like that. Yeah, right. I mean, this is my best. This this will this be best the best day, um, best day of your of, life, right? Yeah, I mean, this is the best set of guys that I have because I tried threesome before, and and no 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 they are hot guys also but this is way beyond that i'm expecting listen carlo i get it yeah i get it they're fucking <laughs> so both of them are fucking amazing okay and then what yeah um when i when when i'll be participating in a threesome my dick won't cooperate no yeah it will be flaccid like it Right. Do we have chopper in the house? She's not. She's downstairs. But don't worry. I'll be able to answer this. Uh, uh, I want. Yeah, yeah. She, don't worry. Yeah, she, so she, you, she uh, won't be able to relate to your dick. Um, but <laughs> no, well, maybe maybe she have um, gay friends also. So, but yeah, no, I mean, this is not a gay. This is not a gay thing. This has nothing to do with oh, you being really uh, not at all. This okay, is sorry. actually normal. But I'm just waiting for you to finish. Your 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 story yeah. and your question. Yeah, so you don't know um um the 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 ramp model guy. I know he's a ramp model because I saw his pictures on the wall inside his room. Yeah, yeah. He have lots of interest, something like oh knee ramp. Then then I was so uh, I mean he helped me like no, I mean it's just like one hour battle in battle i mean one or action or okay so so them. so let me ask you this and let, let me just ask you questions and then you just answer them but we we can move right sure, you, sure. You, your dick wasn't working but were they were they sucking your dick yeah oh yeah yeah they tried they, okay. they helped and then, me. i mean i helped them too and then what happened when your dick wasn't hard did they just fuck each other and then you watched or were they upset at you did they kick you out what happened actually Actually, they're nice, no man. Like we, I mean, there for almost an hour. They're fucking together. They're banging together. Um, I, I joined the kissing part, the, the sucking part, the yeah. rimming. I do everything. You like do everything, I participate. Right? The yeah. yeah, I participate still, but still, there's one. Yeah. There's one guy down here not participating. Yeah, right. And that yeah. on the yeah. Okay. Well, so <laughs> so what's what's your question? So um um can you help me figure out what's wrong with me? Yeah, this is easy. So Carlo, what what it, what you had was an anxiety, like sexual anxiety or a performance anxiety, and and oh, the really? reason why it's so obvious is because when you walked into the room, you saw two hot guys that you've never been, you've never fucked a guy this hot before, and now there's time yeah. stupa putang ina, diba? So like you said. <laughs> You're in heaven. It's almost surreal. It's a fantasy. And the problem is when you get in a situation like that, you are so conscious about you, your, your performance, how attractive they are compared to how unattractive you are, that your dick is Come not... Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, well, I mean, that, that's what it is, right? Like, they're way yeah, more yeah, attractive yeah. than you are, right? Yeah, so when you walk in there and their fucking dicks are out and they got abs and their fucking asshole is beautiful and you want to eat it, your dick doesn't work because you're scared of your performance. This is normal. Okay, this is normal, Carlo. The problem with this is that you might not get another opportunity to do it. And then, dun, dun, dun yung sayang. 
Kasi fine, yeah, oh yeah, dinilain mo yung pet nila. Si, di ba? You sucked, you gave blowjobs and all that. But you didn't, you weren't able to get the erection that you want. Because yun nga, it was an anxiety thing. Look, I've had this. I've said this on the show many, many times. There was a time where there was a girl, she was so fucking hot. Like really the hot. I'm not sure if she was the hottest girl I was going to have sex with, but I was so I was so shocked at how eager she was to fuck me. She was she was sucking my dick and it was so small and it wouldn't get hard. And she was even doing like and she was beautiful, man. Like fucking just stunning, right? Earth-shattering gorgeous. Kind of the way you feel about this these two guys. And she was even doing this thing where she was like she was blow, giving me a blowjob, and she was playing with herself at the same time. It was like the most amazing scene ever, and yet my dick wouldn't work at all because it wasn't. It was sexual anxiety, and and then we did it a second time, and it didn't work. And then we did it a third time, meaning a third different day. And talaga hindi na hindi talaga gumagana. But at some point, lucky you. No, unlucky me. Well, eventually lucky. Because me. you have another chance, like. Yeah, the third day. Yeah, but sometimes the second, so, sometimes the second chance and the third chance, it still doesn't work because you're still at awe of what's going on. Oh, the way yeah. you beat it, and you may never get this chance again. The way you beat it is is to really reassure yourself that you belong here in this moment. That they were the ones who swiped on you in Grinder. They were the ones that invited you to the hotel, and even when they saw you and they were. You know, they, you were naked and you were engaging. They wanted to be there with you. It is. It really is about tricking your mind and telling your mind to go. I belong in the moment where you're fucking super attractive people. For all of you out there who are not mega attractive, who have had the opportunity to fuck somebody super attractive, I bet you mm-hmm. many of you have witnessed this, experienced this yourselves, wherein you feel like you're overmatched. In the way they look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And your dick's not going to work. It will work though eventually. After maybe three or four times, your dick will go, oh my God, I belong here. And then it'll become hard and you'll have the greatest sex. Yeah, I ended up uh, you know, having sex with that girl many, many times. And my erections were perfectly great. But that first two, three, four times, hindi talaga gumagana because I did not feel like I belonged there. Mm. Why am I here? You should be fucking somebody else who's super hot. Mm-hmm. So, true. So you you mean like I need to have another try with yeah, them? Yeah, you, no, oh, yeah, you need work. another chance with them, but that might not even work. It yeah, really true. is. It really it is won't. about you feeling you belong. Like, mm, okay, okay. kind of like you. I mean. You've, you're having sex every other day. Yeah, true. But, but then you got, you leveled up and you got into a room with two fucking models. One of them for true. Nerva. So <laughs> it's almost as if all of your other partners prior to this mean nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this true. is it. I'm in the big leagues. And that's the problem. <laughs> it's when you walked in, you were like, oh my God, am I dreaming? And that set you up. That set you up for failure. It set you up for maybe you not believing that this is actually happening. Yeah, because I mean, no, I'm I'm thinking that maybe next time I'll I'll take some um, enhancement drugs like you can take Viagra. Yeah, 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 you can take Viagra. Uh-huh. I mean, yes. but I mean, sometimes it's a humbling experience because hindi naman hindi naman alam na mangyayari to. Yeah, 
Kasi yeah, tingin, yeah, dami, yeah, dami yeah. mong kinakantot na. You've already fucked True. over a, a hundred guys. Why would yeah, why true. would this all of a sudden not work? Well, it's because yeah, those true. hundred guys are not as hot as these two. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys, but yeah, this has, that's true. Sorry yeah. to those hundred guys. Yeah, no, it's true. It's it's fucking true. <laughs> and you know what? I'll be honest. You're not as attractive as those two guys, also, because if you were super hot, then your dick would work because your your dick would belong there. True. Yeah. So you're not as attractive as those two guys. Yes, true. I, I can I can admit that. Yeah, they're way better looking. Yeah. And and again, I'm telling you, I've been in the situation where I've been in the room with a girl who's way better looking than me. As in, oh. kilala ko yung ex mo. Iputang ina yung ex mo, Richard Gutierrez. Tapos ako, ako yung susunod. It's like that. Why not? It's more twister. I know, but it's still. <laughs> yeah, but I'm only human. Yeah, true. I'm only human. Agreed. And in that moment, you're like, oh my god, this is not. How is this happening to me? Luckily, <laughs> luckily, may second chance ako, may third chance, tapos may fourth and fifth chance. Yeah, that's how lucky you are. Pero you, Mejo, you're so Mejo. handsome, man. Well, no, 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 no. It's not about handsome. It's, it's I was able... Dude, trust me. Trust me, Carlo. With the way my dick did not perform, I was shocked that there was even a second chance. Mm, I was yeah. shocked. He really likes... I mean, she as, really likes it. As in, like... She was giving me a blowjob with with the edges of her fingers because wala talagang it not only was it not hard it was the smallest it could be. Yeah, that's that's the case that I have. Yeah, as in nagtago sa loob ng katawan ko po tayo. I know you're a grover, but yeah, but there's sometimes na hindi talaga magcooperate yung dick na. Yeah, but 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 pero pero po siya pag when you're fucking when you're fucking people who are not as attractive, sobrang tigas naman titi mo, okay lang. True. Yeah, yeah, true. Because there's no <laughs> there's no mental aspect to it. There's only no, no. I I mean I have I have I have another sex the night before, which yeah. is a handsome bottom. It it worked. I mean, gumagana yeah, yeah, yung no, and, and, and trust me, I I had sex with few other mm-hmm. celebrities prior to this one girl, but they were never as mm-hmm. hot as this one girl. This one yeah. girl was hotter. Plus, the moment was hotter. I mean, it was a threesome with two models. Like with me, it was like I was getting a blowjob while the girl was fingering herself. I'm like, oh my god, this is this is not happening. This is amazing. <laughs> okay, like, I, I thought it's just a gay thing. No, 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 it has nothing to do with the gay stuff. It's with it's about you and your confidence, and it was an anxiety. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a sexual anxiety thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Okay, so you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Please remember, you belong. <laughs> And that they want, yeah, they you, want bro. you there. They want you there. No matter yeah, how hot they are, they wanted you there. Imagine, imagine there's a lot of gay guy out there waiting for them to be invited by yeah. those, those, those men. They chose you. But then I'm the lucky one. Yeah. yeah. No, no, one. you're not the lucky and one. See, don't, don't have that mindset. Because if you think that you're okay. lucky, then you were the mm. one they wanted. Hindi naman to oh, raffle, yeah. no? Hindi naman to raffle ng putang ina yung pangalan mo ang nabut sa No, they looked for you, they sought you out, and they found you. That's the mindset. Yeah, thanks, man. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't think you're lucky. Thanks, man. You belong. You belong in that yeah, asshole. Yeah. Did you, stick, did you stick your tongue inside their assholes? Uh, secret for now. Maybe I'll call back. <laughs> yeah. It's a yes, yeah. Did they have big dicks? Yeah, it's Arab man and the bottom not really. I mean, you know, if there's a bottom, it's not really. 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 But did they fuck you in the ass? No. 
No, yun no. pure thought, man. You're thought. Yeah. Oh, sayang. Yeah. Kasi the thing with you is like okay lang kung halimbawa hindi gagana titimo but you're a bottom, you still get to get you still get to have, you know, you still get to fuck in the ass. If, if only I can offer, but yeah, you can. Yeah, but I cannot. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I understand. I understand. All right, all right, Carlo. Good job, man. Thanks for the call. Congratulations. But thanks. next time, please feel feel, yeah, feel more confident about yourself. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. I mean, I asked this for. I mean, I have a, one friend, but yeah, she did not give anything input. She just laughed at me and yeah. Okay, well, I'll no, call and, and, no, and, and this is a, this is an easy, easy thing. It, it is really just about the mind, the mind over the body. And if you can just be a bit more confident about it, you'll see. You'll your dick is supposed to be harder than ever in a moment like that. A threesome with two hot guys, your dick is supposed to be the hardest it's ever been in your life. But it's oh. the mental part is the one that knocked it away. Yeah, I agree. All right. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Enjoy. At least you still had something. Thank you. Yep. Have a good day. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I mean, at least you still got to suck some dick. I remember, man, when it happened to me, I was, I was like, okay, she's never, she's never returning. This is a fucking disaster. And no, I mean, it was like... <laughs> It also didn't help that it's, it was maybe around 1 p.m. in the afternoon. You know, maybe Aropa, you know, you could really see everything and all that. It, some, it, maybe it works better if it's at night. Like, if you find yourself in that situation, turn off the light. Turn off the light so you're not looking at them and you're, the anxiety is not kicking in. And then once you get that first erection, like once your dick is hard that one time, then you're going to be okay. It just has to get there. It has to pass that that barrier of no confidence. And once that confidence comes in, pooja, your dick's gonna be hard as fuck. Trust me. That's simple. That's normal. What happened? It's just, it's never gonna happen again for him. Not with those two guys. And that's the that's the shame. That's the shame is that they'll likely not invite him back, especially that he's in Davao now. And of course, in Manila. Now, if, uh, now if that guy told the president about this story, of course. Uh, the DDS, yeah, they're gonna laugh at you. But I'm not gonna laugh at you. Because I'm not one of those guys. <laughs> we'll take a break. When we come back, we have more of the show. You listen to Good Times and Mold the Podcast. Season seven brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Don't go away. Back after this. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. <laughs> Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number three, brought to you by Sharp Philippines, powered by Anchor. Uh, I am so excited about this weekend because the Super Bowl is the NFL, American football, you know, which, however you guys refer to it. The championship game is on Sunday with my favorite team there. Now, I'm not the biggest football fan. It's nowhere near like basketball is or baseball is to my heart. But I do very much cheer for a specific team. And for the first time in 50 years, 5-0. 
that uh, they're going to make it to the championship game. And what's good about football compared to, say, other sports, it's a one-day, like, one event. The championship game is one. There's no best out of five, best out of seven, best out of three. It's one single game, one single mistake can throw your season away. It's very difficult to get to the championship game, obviously, first time in 50 years. Um, but I'm really, really fucking pumped up about this. Uh, I've got my jersey ready. I've got my helmet ready. Uh, everybody is throwing Super Bowl parties in this part of the world. Of course, the, the halftime show is very much uh, a, a popular thing. Even to Atendiba, we, we care about that halftime show. Maybe not the game so much, but the Filipinas. But uh, the halftime show is always big. The commercials, uh, people get together. And if you are making that last second push to get your TV ready, why not a sharp, ultra high definition TV for the big game? That's what people do. People buy televisions for this game. And I know, again, the NFL is not that famous, so Philippines, but it's a fun game. And if you're looking for a second sport to get into, I highly suggest you try NFL football uh, and then get yourself a killer kick-ass TV, like a sharp, uh, ultra-high-definition TV from Sharp Philippines. So go to the website, check out the selection. That's where I'm going to be watching the game, uh, and it's going to be a blast. I'm so pumped up about it. So good luck to my favorite team, the Kansas City Chiefs, as they take on uh, a team that a lot of Pinoy's root for, which is the San Francisco 49ers. First time in 50 years, first time in my lifetime that they're going to make it to the championship game. So good times. Uh, also... If you guys are interested in starting your own podcast, you might as well do it. Pull the trigger on it, man. It's, technology is it's as easy now as ever to get your own show. No more auditioning. No more lining up and joining these talent competitions just to get into the media field. You can be a media person all by yourself, and you can do that by heading over to Anchor. If you got an idea for a show, man, try it. You never know. It's free anyway. It's an all-in-one platform where you can record, host, distribute, measure your analytics and your performance, and even get some money out of it via show sponsors, commercials that Anchor will provide you to air. It's 100% free. So, there really is no, no uh, reason not to just give it a shot. Practice. Practice your broadcasting skills a little bit. Is there a little bit of all of us? There's a little piece inside us that wants to be a broadcaster or share our ideas in this format. And it could be super specific. It doesn't have to be the anything under the sun type of thing. You can talk about ultra-specific things like shoes, sports, um, toy collection, whatever it may be. Get a podcast going, and trust me, people are going to love it, man. Uh, so go to Anchor or Anchor.fm if you're on your web browser. Let's go to South America. We don't get a lot of South American calls, so this is, should be pretty interesting. Our third caller of the night. Next call. Let's talk to Blue, who is 36. Blue is in Buenos Aires, which is Argentina, South America. Hey, Blue, thanks for being on the show, man. Yes, of course, man. No, thank you for having me. Blue, you're in uh, Buenos Aires where we don't get uh, too many callers. Uh, I'm assuming this is your first time here because I don't recognize you. But um, how, yeah, long, how, long have you, how long have you been there in, in Argentina? Um, it's like a year and a half. Okay, so that I what, arrived here. What, from, from where? From uh, Manila? or? Yes, um, of course. I was born and raised in Manila. And I met someone who was actually from here. Uh, we used to work together, and you after with, like five, you worked with her in Manila. 
Yes. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. and then I met someone um, that is from here. She's an Argentine woman. And uh, we lived together in Manila while working as well for like about five, six years or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And after that, like we say, okay, how about we try uh, the lifestyle and your culture because you you already know mine. So, so and that's your, why we're here. Your your Solen and uh, your wife is or girlfriend <laughs> is the uh, Nico Bolzico. So, who, <laughs> right. I, you guys call? I didn't know that she, they're called Argentine. I, I always thought it was Argentinian. It's Argent. That's wrong. Ar- Argentinian is incorrect. Well, I used to also say like Argentinian, but from I don't know somewhere else, and I also hear from interviews they would actually say Argentine, Argentine. but I think both ways are okay. Okay, yeah. all right. Just some. I, I've always said Argentina. I just man, I, I didn't know that. Uh, I thought I was wrong the whole time. Okay, so it's both. All no, right. Okay. So yeah. so blue, you're here um, from Argentina. Wait, real quick before we get to your problem, what's life like in Argentina for 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 a Filipino? Is is there a bunch of Filipinos there? Is the transition really easy mm-hmm. because of the language not being so far off? Beaches, right. food, nah. everything, lifestyle, <laughs> quality of life. How do you like it? It's totally different. My, my life turned like 180 degrees, yeah. like about just everything. First, they don't really have like nice beaches because it's all like, I mean, kulay ng water. It's like a three in one coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a brownish. <laughs> but, but that's because are you in the city? I mean, it's. I mean, well, would we, the, I, we would, are in the city. Would that be the equivalent of, say, an Argentine person coming to Manila and saying, "Oh, hey, I thought there were great beaches. I'm here at Manila Bay, and it's not as blue as it is on TV." <laughs> but like, yeah, of course, because you're in fucking Manila, right? I mean, the Pasig exactly. River is not like you're not gonna you're not gonna compare that to the great rivers of the world. It, I, make, know, make, I, know, I mean, I are the beaches not nice because you're in Buenos Aires, or they're not nice because they're just I don't know. Just that part of the world they're doesn't just, get it. They're just not nice at all. I mean, I, I don't mean to degrade the country. Yeah, it's and just their beaches. Culture or right, right. No, you didn't. Yeah. Well, I don't think you're insulting them, but I just, okay. No, yeah. But they know it. They admit it. So it's gotcha. not like a beach life, you know, even if you go to the um, to the coastline. Yeah. It's not really that nice. Right, but the girls but are hotter, then, though. I mean, right? I mean, fuck, fine. The water's not good, <laughs> but everybody's got... Is everybody's topless and fucking the biggest ass and the most juiciest okay. like, <laughs> fucking body in the world, right? right? Yeah, okay. I, I mean, if you get on the bus, it's impossible not to have like at least three or five beautiful women yeah. in a bus. Right. So right. it's like a majority is like, oh my God. Everybody's like, super I don't know. looking. Yeah. Exactly. So, and <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck about yeah. no. I don't give a fuck about your three-in-one coffee water. If everybody's walking around <laughs> like super hot, I'm 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 good with that as well. Okay, <laughs> so know. so uh, you're well, well Filipinos. I mean, how many? A bunch or not? Not too much. Um, based on the stats, uh, I guess we're not even more than two hundred. Oh wow, that's not much. Very few. Yeah. Exactly. So it's also very hard to get. Like for example, you're homesick about food. It's yeah. really difficult to to make it. Yep. 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 Well, yeah, because you can't get the ingredients as well. All right. Well, listen, exactly. I, I, there, there aren't a lot of Filipinos that to okay. end up there. So maybe this is a good thing. You can share whatever you have to share about us down there. And I think that'd be awesome. So anyway, uh, Blue, what do you want to talk about here tonight? What do you got? Yeah. Okay. So um, actually the question that I have in mind is, I don't know if it's really a question or maybe, I don't know, some kind of curiosity. 
So um, I, I don't know, of course, well, um, I don't know how to put, put it in words because I do have a, a preference of how I say it. But anyway, I'm just going to say it so it's clear to you and for all the uh, listeners. Yeah. And But just like a warning, there might be some uh, a certain group of people that may be triggered by this issue that I'm going to ask about. Yeah, fuck it. This is your, well, you know, listen, you're talking about your life. And yeah. yes, everybody's sensitive these days about everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they are. if we can find a place, whether it be a show like this or just anywhere in your own personal lives, where you can talk about yourself and be mm-hmm. honest about yourself without yes, having course, to yeah. think about, okay, am I offending a lot of people? Now, <laughs> I mean, obviously you don't do it in public. It's, it's in a more controlled environment as they say Mm -hmm. but while this is somewhat public and somewhat controlled we are talking about you your life and you're not going to meet any of these people listening to you right now so (laughs) let's just 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 be honest like i have no idea what you're going to talk about it sounds sensitive it sounds sensitive right but but fuck it let's just talk man i mean it's your life okay sure yeah all right i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it on okay so i'm a transgender man so meaning i was born a girl Okay. And I've been living my life as a man for like what, thirty years or twenty five years. And so you're thirty six. Okay. So you, when you were right. young, you, you realized when you were young that right. Listen, I, I'm a, I'm a guy. And exactly. Okay. I All mean, right. for, from the, from the tiniest things like my mom would like I don't know put uh, a pair of socks on my on my feet that had like laces on it. I would actually cry. Okay, so hey, I got a question, and this is going to, sure. again, veer off away from your life. Sure. But when we were younger, and, and I say we because you and I are somewhat, I think, in the same generation, okay? Mm-hmm. When, when we were younger, the notion of I'm a boy stuck in a girl's body at six mm-hmm. years old is when your real, you know, the realization came that I'm a boy in a girl's body. What, right. It's easy to say that now for all of us to understand. But when you're mm-hmm. six years old in 1980 fucking eight Nine. or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah, 89. I'm trying to do the math here. In yeah. 1989, it's just gay, right? You're just gay. <laughs> it's, it's, you're a lesbian, <laughs> period, right? Exactly. Now, when you were six, did you go, okay, I'm a lesbian? Or were you, when you were six, you knew I'm a boy, and it's just, mm-hmm. there's no word for it yet, but or there's no at least mainstream word for it yet, but I'm mm-hmm. not a lesbian. I'm a boy. Yes, uh, I did believe that I was actually a boy. Wow, okay. It was just that, yeah, it's crazy. Because- it's crazy. And, and, okay, if we take us ourselves back to 1989, yes, it's crazy to think that a six-year-old right. specifically can go... I'm a boy stuck in a girl's body, right? It's, it's wild <laughs> thoughts. And right. we would think you are, in fact, crazy if you said that in 89. And now it's completely mm-hmm. acceptable, recognized, acknowledged, and, and everything. But um, I, just, I just felt like I needed to ask you that because mm-hmm. it, it is, you're right, it is a sensitive topic and it's losing its shock value as the years go by. But it's still, mm-hmm. at this point, people uninformed about the entire process um okay so so you knew let's get back to then today or whatever your story was Mm -hmm. you're a transgender man and you've known you've known for 30 years continue (laughs) okay yeah so now um 
I mean, I'm very thankful and happy right now that I am undergoing this uh, process of transitioning. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've been waiting for this my whole life from the point that I discovered that there is this word that you call it transgender. Because before I just knew, oh, I was a butch, you know, I'm a lesbian yeah. and blah, blah, blah. But now I realize, oh, I actually fit in that word. Okay. So um, to make it short, uh, I think, I mean, of course, I told you that I've been living my life as a man. You know, everyone yeah. around me treats me like a man. I would have not known. I would have not noticed at all that you were a transgender man, um, just by <laughs> the way you carry yourself. So, I mean, you've yeah. yeah. So, what's okay. what's the deal? So the deal is, um, I'm just wondering, maybe like, I am trying to understand maybe like what are the disadvantages of being a man you're asking me in general what Mm -hmm. what sucks about being a guy exactly like even from the tiniest thing to the bigger aspects of it okay what sucks about being a guy and i and i don't know if this will ever be equal Mm -hmm. I I think you transitioning to being a man, you're going to have it harder than just the regular guy because society is not mature. Society is narrow-minded. Argentina, Mm -hmm. probably a little bit more accepting, I would say, than other countries. The Philippines should be more accepting of it considering how large of an LGBTQ population (laughs) we have. Um, Right. I'm assuming you're in a better spot, though, than most people around the world who are listening to this show who might be in your situation. So to answer mm-hmm. the question, what what is difficult about being a guy? Man, that's such a really broad, <laughs> I know, interesting <laughs> thing. Um, right. Kind of like a shocker, here. huh? Well, no, it's not a shocker. It's 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 <laughs> almost so basic of a question. It's like, what's your favorite color? What is it? What's so hard about being a guy? But to be asked right. to be asked the question by someone who was born a girl transitioning to be a, a guy and wanting to mm-hmm. know what 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 do I have in store right let, let, let me ask you this when did you make sure. the transition um i just received my uh, first injection like uh, exactly 15 days ago and this is your testosterone shot i'm assuming right right, right? okay exactly uh-huh. what else do you take outside of testosterone uh, nothing else. I just like I just need to work out to you know build my body so I'll be ready for the surgery and it will look good. Okay, and then the surgery meaning you are going to uh, implant just remove a penis. The, uh, no, no, no. I, I don't trust the uh, the process right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I the the major concern that I have, of course, is the uh, chest area. Okay, so you're gonna is it is that a? I know for can- cut it off and feed it to the dogs. Yeah, yeah. Just gonna <laughs> cut it food. Okay. All right, so what, what's what's tough about being a guy? Um, number one, uh-huh. if if we go with the testosterone as, as kind of the stuff that you're going to be consuming most in your transition, right? The 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 removal mm-hmm. of of the boobs is is yeah. is almost cosmetic, and it's it sounds right. like right. And then everything else is really kind of m- not just mind changing, body changing, but both, right? So right. testosterone always equals sex drive to me. <laughs> and when you have a guy's sex drive, you have to mm-hmm. understand that 
Especially single men, not like you, because mm-hmm. you're married. Are you married? Or you got are you. Uh, what's the deal with you? I, I am married. You're married. Yeah. Okay, so you're married. It's, it's legal. Okay, so you're married to your wife. So th- yeah. this might not be as big of a problem, or maybe it will be. People who get married sometimes have the worst sex lives, but it's <laughs> almost like you're constantly hungry, and there's only mm-hmm. a certain amount of food. And right. when and and this is a really good way to put it, I think, because they phrase it as sexual appetite. So okay. if you want to fuck every day, which you cannot, it's not possible <laughs> to fuck every day, then you can say fuck every other day. And then the mm-hmm. hunger for it doesn't overwhelm you too much. If you don't okay. f- have sex in like a month, it's equivalent to really like not eating for three days. And <laughs> what happens is you become... You just be like fuck, man. This sucks, right? You, 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 that's what. No, it's not. It's not one to one like starvation because obviously there's a desperation involved when you're hungry. If I'm starving, right. I'll kill any animal and I'll eat it, right? If I were out in the middle exactly. of nowhere, you're not gonna do that when you're when you haven't had sex in a month. You can go. You can go not having sex for years and not mm-hmm. do something stupid about it. But the frustration <laughs> is there when you have higher testosterone levels. The frustration okay. of, okay, I'm always horny. I'm always thinking of sex, but I can't <laughs> consume the amount of food that I am mm-hmm. versus how hungry I am for it. It's like you're right. constantly on a diet. There you go. You're not starving, but you're constantly <laughs> on a diet. Like you want to, like, like sex is donuts and you know you can only eat so much of it. Because there's only so much of it available to you, you know, for whatever reason. Um, so that's that's probably one of the more frustrating things about being a guy, which you might not cross too much if you've got a good relationship. There are a lot of guys out right. there, they get married and their sex lives go down and then they cheat and they, they, they're miserable. Mm-hmm. They call the show and they're pissed off. I, I certainly find myself in that situation every now and then where I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, the sex life is fucking ridiculously bad compared to what it was, say, when you were single, <laughs> right? And I think yeah, a lot of guys who are married kind of go through that. So that's number one. Um, okay. Number two, no, I, I mean, I don't know how tall you are. Or I'm five five. Okay, so that's not so bad. I mean, we're that's still short, but that's not so bad. There's always right. this pressure to be statuesque, kind of macho, which is mm-hmm. changing through the years. You don't have to be as macho anymore, but it does pay to be tall. And right. I hope this doesn't sound like these are only my frustrations of, for, for being mm-hmm. a guy, lack of sex and being short, but I think it's true for <laughs> most guys. Uh, if you can see, I mean, I'm sure there are studies wherein, let's take CEOs of companies. They're usually mm-hmm. not short men. Um, right. Companies, whether it be directly or indirectly, look at a guy and go, okay, he's a tall guy, he's a powerful guy, he's going mm-hmm. to be the perfect leader uh u.s presidents where i live are all well over six foot tall well over mm-hmm. six foot tall uh, bill yeah. clinton six five i think george Bush six wow. three obama's well over six foot trump is over six foot. i, I mean I, I pick the u.s because it seems like it matters in those countries more than say but i don't know right, if right. in argentina the tall guy is the favorable guy um 
Sa Pilipinas, it is, but it's not that big of a deal because we're an average height of 5'5". Five, five. In, yeah, in other parts of the world, 5'5 five, five is considered very, very small. And Just like here. Yeah, so, so there's going to be that, where if you apply for a job and you look small and you look fragile or any of those things, you're going to have a harder time than mm-hmm. the quote-unquote normal height dudes. Uh, I think that's okay. real. Um, All right. What else? Uh, struggles to be a guy. Is there anything? Yeah. How about like I don't know situations in public? I don't know. Like in, in the men's bathroom. I mean, I tried to use uh, the men's bathroom before uh, because my wife told me like, "Hey, you should actually try to utilize it." You know, and be, what, be do comfortable. You, do, you, do you have a funnel? No, I don't. So I just go to the cubicles and just yeah. like try to pretend I'm gonna like. I don't yeah, know, take a shit. Right. Uh, no, and, and that's what I would yeah. do. I mean, if I were a transgender man and if I didn't have a dick, I would just go to the cubicle and pretend that I am when I'm really going to pee. <laughs> you know, it's funny because that's the worst part about being a girl. I think public mm-hmm. restroom use is the worst thing about being a female. Outside of the inequality <laughs> bullshit, right? I'm talking about like just the whole day-to-day the whole experience. Yeah, the day-to-day <laughs> difficult part about being a girl. Using the public restroom and squatting is the worst part about being a female by far. <laughs> And you still have that problem. <laughs> so I that, do, I do. Yeah, so that sucks. Why not? And you don't, you're not comfortable with getting the funnel. I don't even know if it's called the funnel, but what I'm talking about is like a tube <laughs> that comes right. out of you. Yeah, and I've so you seen can set, it before. You don't want to no, do that? I, no, I don't want to do that because my worry is that just in case I don't know how to use it properly, you know, I'll be just like messing up everything. Yeah, but practice and at like, home. Just piss, piss on yourself at home. That's fine. You can just wash it off. <laughs> but my, my point yeah. is just so you don't have to sit down. I, mean, I would still use the cubicle. Like if I was using a funnel or hose or whatever, I would mm-hmm. still use the cubicle, but I wouldn't sit down because yeah. Putang ina, the pinakamihira part of being a girl is having to sit down on it. So that yeah. sucks. Um, how, how are, what are you guys going to do regarding children? Is that something that <clears throat> you're looking to do in the future? Yes, we are. Before I transition, we, we talk about uh, both matters, like, because we wanted to have kids already, like, for like a year ago. However, I've also been like really wanting to to do this transition, and my wife uh, fortunately understands it, and we came to terms that okay, um, you can start your trans- transition now because it's available to you and it's covered. And I mean, during the transition, if we want to actually utilize my my eggs, yeah, so that you know it's like our own and it will be cooked in her oven. She would service the oven. Um, we can still do that. Well, but whose who's sperm? If it's your eggs and... What mm-hmm. is it? Your eggs We're, and her eggs mixed in with some other guy's sperm? Like, how, how do you... Yeah, we would go from... Uh, we would get it from the sperm bank. Right, but whose eggs is it only? It's, it's going to be my eggs. Just your eggs. And okay. then she will carry it. So the child will not look like her whatsoever. No, unless you know we get an Argent, uh, an Argentine uh, sperm. Then right, no, but even even bit. if it's an Argentine, it would not look like her at all. No, not like right. her at all. What, yeah, what, what, I, I know this is crazy, and and please, guys, forgive me. I don't really, I'm not well versed in this topic. So if I'm saying something stupid, you know, uh, forgive okay. me. But does she have a brother? Yes, uh, she actually has three brothers, and they're what? good looking. Yeah, why don't you just get one from her brother? <laughs> 
I don't know. We don't want that. Why not? Because then at least it's still <laughs> genetically. It might look like her, and you know, she. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I think that'd be kind of cool. It is, yeah, but I don't know. I, I kind of like feel a little bit awkward about it. I'm not sure. But, but the brothers, but, the brothers are okay with you. They know you're transgender man. They're cool with. Yeah, with... they know. They've been really accepting. At first, uh, it wasn't a good relationship, especially with the parents. Yeah. But uh, when we arrived here, and then we met, and they they saw that oh, okay, I was I'm actually a real person. You know, I'm here. It's not just like a ninety-day fiance stuff. Sure, you know? right, right, right. It's real, <laughs> dude. So. Uh, blue, I would, I would go with the brother route, man. Honest. We'll that, see. That's what <laughs> I would know. I, I, I would that. because that that's get that gets as closest to, you know, it being. Oh God, what's the word? See, I don't even want to use the word normal because it's not. But you get <laughs> you get my point. It's the closest <laughs> thing right, right, to I that. Do. I understand. And yeah, I would but do, anyway, dude. I would uh, do that. Anyway, so um. <clears throat> What else? Uh, difficulties about being a guy. I, I don't know what it's like to be a guy without a dick. <laughs> I know. That's because, weird. because I'll tell you, dick size is really something that affects us as men mm-hmm. our whole lives. Mm-hmm. We're ridiculed about it from the beginning, and, it, and, mm-hmm. and, and we're ridiculed about it all the way till the end. Dick size is fucking Huge, pun intended, right? And you don't have that problem. You're not I, going I, to. I, so no. I mean, you you have your own, I guess, issue with it. You know, being dickless and having one or two different things. But mm. it's almost kind of a blessing that you don't have one, because the size, the whole size conversation is really, really difficult. And I was saying right. this on the radio uh, a couple of weeks ago that, mm-hmm. you know, us, especially Filipinos, know, we care so much about how many men you've slept with. As a, you know, we, yeah. we care about how many men you fucked if you're a girlfriend or if you're a wife. And I think the reason, a great majority of the reason why we care so much is because we traditionally have small dicks. And mm-hmm. we worry that, okay, if we find out our girlfriend has slept with 25 men, right? We're now worried that 24 of those dicks are bigger than ours. And then it becomes a problem. And and for all you big dick guys, you probably can relate to this. You don't really care how many guys your girlfriend fucked. Because you know, in the end, you're in the upper echelon of the list of big dick. So I, I think Filipino men specifically have a really hard time accepting how many guys our girlfriends have fucked because mm-hmm. we generally have small dicks. And the mm-hmm. moment we find out that you've got a good number, we get, we get insecure about it because the chances of you fucking somebody with a bigger dick than me are really high. The chances of you right. fucking 20 guys with a bigger <laughs> dick are really high, and we have a problem with that. And I think big dick countries like Argentina, like Venezuela, like, you know, some mm-hmm. of those other ones there, they don't you care. Know it, yeah. They don't care. They don't care how many. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they don't. They don't give a fuck how many guys you fucked. Hey, how many guys you you fucked? One hundred men. I, I don't care, because my dick is at least seven inches. At least you know. It, we, right. There's that. There's that mentality, and I think that's true. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. I've said this in the past. How many guys you fucked is also an indication of some of the decisions you've made in life, which I take into consideration. But mm-hmm. by and large, we are sensitive about your body count. Because of our dick size. 
uh, and you don't have to deal. You know, you don't have that pressure. Like you don't have to go through yeah. that pressure. I I think there's also the does your wife will your wife mm-hmm. miss it? Um, how long have you guys been married? Uh, we've been married like uh, a year or so, okay, but does, we've been together for like seven years. Okay, so you do you ever have that feeling of I wonder if she misses being with a guy with a dick? No, we actually talk about it. We're very transparent to each other, and she said no. Okay, she does. She doesn't so, at all. Like she doesn't mind. So I've got a question for you: When sure. you are having sex. And mm-hmm. as you start injecting or taking pills or whatever for testosterone, we're going to see that uh-huh. rise, right? We're going to see that desire for it to rise. Mm-hmm. Where do you get your sexual satisfaction? Is it, do you have an orgasm? Do you, do you get your sexual satisfaction by mm-hmm. looking at your wife being satisfied and go, okay, wow, I'm able to do that to her. That's, that's. That's good. That's enough for me because you don't have what we have, which is the whole dick ej- mm-hmm. ejaculation, all that stuff. Do you come as well as like a female would come? I think it. it um, this this question actually involves what I consider. I don't know both negative and positive. It's because you know usually if you're like quote unquote lesbian or transgender. Yeah. You you do have this feeling of insecurity about your body. Hence, that's why I'm transitioning, right? To feel more of right. like a man. Right. Um, even before, the, I mean, the first time I had sex and until now with my wife, I, I am actually just the giver. It's just right. like one-way right. thing. Right. You look at your and, wife and you're like, great, she's satisfied. Now I'm satisfied. Yeah, that makes me feel good. I wouldn't say it's like a, a total really orgasm for me at all times, even before. But it's just the way that I prefer it. Just seeing her happy and then I'm fine with it. So I don't know then how that's going to change as the testosterone starts to pick up. Because, and mm-hmm. this is another problem, Blue. Yeah. For us guys, quote unquote, us, you know, guys with dicks, right. is that if we don't ejaculate, we get frustrated, right? You've all you've heard the term mm-hmm. blue balls and all of that stuff. <laughs> if, if we lived in a world where guys had orgasms as often as females do, we would be upset. Like we mm-hmm. have to ejaculate every single time, and girls don't have to. Girls are like, okay, it would be nice to have an orgasm. That'd be great. But you know what? I can still be happy and not have an orgasm. That's, you know, a lot of females are like that. We are not like that. We need to fucking ejaculate, okay? okay? I don't know, completely have no idea if you're going to be frustrated as your testosterone builds up or you're going Mm -hmm. to be able to carry this. I'm going to be a giver. I understand the anatomy aspect of this entire thing. So I'm going to be happy. With it, I'm gonna mm-hmm. be happy that my wife is happy, and then that's it. Right. So yeah, there's something to that's to a see bridge. In the future. Yeah, that's a bridge you're gonna to have to cross, and I'm in, I'm in, I'm interested to see what happens. Right, me too. <laughs> because I, I mean, with the uh, transition, there's gonna be a lot of changes. Because yeah. yeah. because right now I'm just on it for like two weeks. And there hasn't been like so much change apart from my voice getting deeper. Yeah, you, a little you, you, bit deeper. It's super deep. So your voice is deeper <laughs> than my voice. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's just one of the changes. And I mean, within the first three months, they said it's possible. You know, like more hairs showing up in right, right, different parts right. of my body. Right. And right. also like losing hair as well on my head, which I hope not so soon. <laughs> 
So uh, do you have yeah. a, do you have like a support group um, or a, a, a no, community I that really... you can talk to people who have gone through mm-hmm. it? I mean, if... what, what I usually do uh, as of the moment, I and even before, I've been like watching uh, testimonials, you know, like YouTube videos from those yeah. people that had already uh, seen the changes and blah blah blah. And I'm also constantly uh, talking with my with my doctor about it. And no, for me, I don't feel the need that I have to have like a support group of something. It's because I don't feel like I'm actually struggling about it yeah. because most of my life, you know, living as a man, and I know the uh, the advantages uh, rather than the disadvantages. That's why uh, I called you like. To, to, to know right, it right. from but but knowing knowing it and experiencing it I think are massively different right you're only two weeks in so a lot of the stuff yeah. that we anticipate or at least you anticipate and your doctor anticipates uh-huh. for you is still right. kind of the great unknown you will cross it when you're yes, there of course. right and right, right. I just I just want you to be able to talk to somebody who almost one to one has gone through what you've gone through. So mm-hmm. their past tense is your pretense, right? Okay, this is what I went right. through. This is what you can expect. You mean, uh-huh. sure, you can ask a guy like me and we can have an interesting conversation about what it's like to be a guy, but what the fuck do I know about what you're going through? <laughs> exactly. Absolutely nothing, uh, right? And then you I consider agree. Argentina, the culture, the acceptance, the family you're in, all of that stuff, I'll never be able to know. And no one else listening, it really is exclusive to you. So it's finding mm-hmm. someone who can almost... And no one ever will exactly mirror, but can almost mirror your experience to tell you, okay, in one month, this is what I got, happened to me. You might be able to mm-hmm. see this. In two months, this is what happened. In month number three, in month number four, in month number five. You know, someone who's mm-hmm. really there that, uh, that's not a YouTube channel that you can actually ask questions that are unique to you. I think that's really <laughs> yeah. important. Um, as much as I love this conversation and I find this to be super interesting and I'm so happy you. you called me. Uh, there sure. is a limit. There's a limit to what we can actually expect with a call like this mm-hmm. because you're the one going through it and I have no idea. We can speak right. generally like, oh, yeah, it sucks to be a guy because, you, you know, you're constantly <laughs> fucking thinking about your dick size and or whatever the fuck. But, <laughs> but, but, you know, you're, you're, you are in a different ballgame. This is a different experience. This is an experience mm-hmm. that I will never get to really know anything firsthand about. Um, I understand. I feel like I have one more question. Okay, I've got this question. And again, this sure. this is this could come off as offensive. But please, no, that's not okay. that's not the motive. Okay, that's not the spirit. No, no, no I'm not that right. sensitive. It's okay. okay. Of course. So, when you feel like you're a guy and you've mm-hmm. known it for a long time and you're going mm-hmm. through the transition. Okay. Is there a part of you that goes, "Okay, it'll never be 100%, but I'm just going to try to get as close to 100% as possible." I, I know inside you're a hundred percent, but outside you're not a hundred percent. And is the right. is the point to get to cl- as close to a hundred as possible? Because you never will. But right, ninety percent is 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 that considered a success? Ninety five is. Is, is that a success? Eighty five is that a success? Without a dick, you might even be seventy percent only. There is the max you'll mm-hmm. ever get without a dick because. Dick is so important for us, man, right? <laughs> that, that, that maybe yeah. you're only going to get to 70. I don't know what that number is, but is that the mindset? I'm going to try to get there physically as close to the quote-unquote, again, real thing mm-hmm. as possible. 
it is for me it is like for me uh having a dick i mean like i said i don't trust the process right now because yeah. there's a lot more to learn about it right right and you're young for me, you can wait yeah and for me i'm not really looking forward to having a dick unless you know it's like okay you can have a dick now and it's gonna work like as if you're a biological man yeah but without that i'm actually happy about it as good, long good. as i get more comfortable like you know without wearing binders you know it's very right, hard right. to actually wear binders and the uh the constant uh fear of not being recognized that you're a man but luckily here nobody actually knows they they accepted me as a man no they didn't know that i was born a girl but so but, but Lou, the, re- the reason why i'm asking and and i think i could speak for most men here if we ever had to cut mm-hmm. our dicks off but still be a mm-hmm. guy and not not do a trans woman thing if we had to cut right. our dicks off i don't think we're strong enough to keep our sanity mm-hmm. like I if understand. we had, if we yeah. got into a car accident and our dicks got cut off by a fucking windshield or whatever right <laughs> it just got amputated yeah. okay <laughs> or you cheated on your wife she cut your dick off and while you were sleeping right i don't yeah. think we're mentally capable of powering through it is so symbolic of who we are Generally speaking, yes, of course. right, of mm-hmm. who we are, that I worry, and, and, and really, please, forgive me, and I worry that in your quest <laughs> to be physical man, that there are going to be moments when you get naked and you look at yourself mm-hmm. and you got two scars on your chest and you mm-hmm. don't have a penis. And it's, it's, oh my God, I'm nowhere near where they are. Of being a man. Yeah. I understand. No, but for me, I could like a hundred percent sure that even if I reach even seventy-five or eighty percent of being yeah. close to being a real man, I'm happy about that. Good. And good. I'm glad as you long said as that. that. Yeah, I'm really sure about it because all the people around me also supports me. Whatever I awesome. want to achieve, yeah. and most importantly, personally, whatever you know, it's it's my body, it's myself, it's my feelings. I feel super satisfied. And and to kind of jump on top of that, and this, I think, be an important thing to say. Mm-hmm. You are, you have a wife who I'm hoping you guys have a great relationship, who loves you, who accepts mm-hmm. everything about you as you accept everything about her. And right. in in life, as we've talked about pretty liberally in season six of this show, the two mm-hmm. hard things in life, right? Good job, good love life. And if you, right. if you are able to, to check that off, that you are in a relationship and you are loved and you love back and, and it, it's a family, whether you guys mm-hmm. have the baby or not, it's still a family. We have a family. I've been able to be successful here in this part of my life. That's a huge win no matter how big your dick is or whether you have one. Totally agree. Right? It is. It is. A totally win-win. Right. There are a lot of guys out there that have dicks that are an inch long, micro penis, and they go through the challenges of it every <laughs> single day. And yeah. it must be very difficult for them. It must be de- de- difficult for people who have monstrous sized penises and trying to get through their <laughs> day-to-day life. But what, what, what works yeah. out well in for everybody is if you are happy with your relationship, you're happy with yourself, you're loved mm-hmm. by the person that you love back – then really all of this is just, it's just all lipstick. It's just surface stuff. Right. You know, inside, inside you're a 100% guy, 
Maybe outside, mm-hmm. you'll the, at best, you'll get to 75%. Who cares? You're 100% right. loved. You're 100% who you are inside. And this is going to mm-hmm. sound a little too preachy fucking life coach of me. But <laughs> that's, that's the most important part is what it is inside, how you feel about it, how you feel about just yourself and being loved by the people around you. Once you got all that, bo- dude, doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, I yeah. agree, coach. Right, right. And, 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 then, and then all of that is just how can I make my life a little bit better? A little bit. Meaning, how can I not have mm-hmm. to sit down when I'm peeing in the fucking CR <laughs> anymore? Okay, I'll stand up and I'll use the right. funnel. How can I do this? How can I do that to make my, my life just a little bit easier with this body of mine? And, and that's it. Yeah. Just, just small little things, no big deal. The, the, the most important parts are already checked off. You got a wife that right. loves you. You got a family that loves you. I you do. got a family that supports you. Totally. And, and, and now, now we, go, we talk about the things like, okay, should I use her brother's sperm? Should I use this guy's? Or should I ask <laughs> Nico Bolzico? Or, you know, you, you, it's those little things now that yeah, right, right. I think. You Just have those to go small through. pieces of puzzle. Yeah. Now, do, right. you have, do you have a job there in, in Buenos Aires? I, I do right now. Um, I do a part time, uh, but I cannot mention the. Place. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I, uh, yeah, and but, I, I also still uh, studying Spanish, and I do some catering on the side. Okay, so but you are you guys are financially stable, yes? Yes, with, with her job, she earns more than than I do. Okay, and but with the economy right now, I mean, yeah, we're we're doing fine. Okay. it's not like we're struggling. Right. We're fine. All right, good, good. Just as long as you're comfortable. Yeah. I mean, I think those are the. That also being such such a big, big challenge in life, being able to juggle both a career and this transition, I think that's a lot on your plate. Yes, so of I just, course. Yeah, I just want to make sure that you guys are in a good place financially. Yeah, and also uh, one of the reasons that we moved here, it's because we know that the transition is covered by the medical insurance. Fantastic. So Fucking we're good amazing. with that. Yeah. Very good, very good. I know, super. Oh, by the way, Mo, I just want to ask, am I the first transgender man that you have on the show? Ever? I don't think so. I, I think we've had oh, okay. transgender men before. I think a transgender guy last season, in fact. Um, I see. I think. Hold on. Let me find out. Let me try to type in my notes here. Trans. Okay. Um, and then let's see if how many calls we took regarding. Uh, we had an episode early on. Helen was 25. She's trans in Cavite. I forgot okay. what episode that is. Uh, there, there, there have been a few. We had um, as our celebrity caller Lisa Lisa Dino, whose husband is Ice mm-hmm. Seguera, who talked a little bit, I think, about it as well. If you want to look for that episode, if that's kind of what sure. you're what you're looking for. But okay. um, yeah, no, I, I'm through the years. We, we've we've had a few. It's just, I think you're the most comfortable person I can talk to about it because <laughs> you sound kind of smart. You're outside of the country. Um, Thank you. You seem to be going about it. Yeah, of right. course. I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I'm, I'm like open book to most of the people that I know. It's you know just to avoid the awkwardness. You know, you can ask me any questions and be open yeah. about it. So yeah, I, I like it that way. Okay, I have, a, I have one last question. We're running really long here, but again, I find you super interesting. Okay. okay. <laughs> so and 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 sensitivities are unique to every individual, right? I mean, just because it's okay mm-hmm. for you doesn't mean it's okay for somebody else, regardless if you're a trans sure. man or not. But do when people ask you questions about your life when you were born a girl, is that mm-hmm. something that trans people or maybe you generally don't want to talk about? Like if I asked you, "Hey Blue, what's your real name?" And then you're like, well, that's offensive because this the blue is my real name. I'm like, okay, well, what was your mm-hmm. name when you were a girl? You know, shit like that. That's, right. that's 
that's stupid <laughs> people shit, right? Like you don't you don't do right. that, right? Yeah, well, it becomes uh, when it comes to my name, I actually don't like it, but I, I will try to like you know dodge it. But if we're really close and we have a good relationship, of course, yeah. I could tell you because it's still on my identification right now. I'm still waiting for my legal papers to be changed. Okay, but, but don't, uh, don't tell me on the show. But, but I want to ask you, why, <laughs> why, why is it something you want to avoid? It's because it's a constant reminder who I was, but I didn't want who I was. You know, I didn't want to be that person that... I don't know that my parents saw me or the society was telling me that I was a girl. You are this name, not blue. So but you understand uh, though, why society expected certain things from you when they saw you physically as a girl, you do get that point. Yes. Yes, of course I do. I do. But apart from my name, to, to be honest, Mo, I can answer any questions from being a girl. Okay. I just don't like my name. Except, like you it. mean really? So that's your button. Like I'll answer anything. Just don't ask me what my name is. Yeah, yeah, just the name. But other really, than that, that's can, so interesting. Yeah, to me. you can ask me. I mean, even off the record, you can ask me whatever if you're curious about it. Uh, I can give you answers to that. I'm so intrigued why that <laughs> is a button for you and for maybe other people. Because were you yeah. lo- were you loved as a child? Yes, I was actually. I was. I mean. The entire family, almost the entire family supported me of who I was and also with my acting, you know, like tomboy, like yeah, boyish. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. So I didn't have any problems like, oh, I came out as gay. Now I came out as transgender. No, we didn't go through that. They're like just, oh, okay. It's See, like that. that's, that's the part that's intriguing to me. If you lived a good life as a child, even though mm-hmm. the expectation was being a girl, okay, mm-hmm. whether it be tomboy, lesbian, whatever, you're still caught to their eyes, uh, maybe right. for a lot of people, until the transgender movement started to become mainstream, you're just always going to be a girl who maybe likes <laughs> other girls, okay? Right. But you were loved, you were supported, mm-hmm. you came from a good family, and... You know, it just Christmases were Christmas, and <laughs> it, it wasn't traumatic. It wasn't any of those things. I no, wonder why you dislike it so much, considering the memories growing up, at least the environmental mm-hmm. memories, and not what's mm-hmm. inside you, because who are we to say what's inside, um, mm-hmm. seem to be good. That's, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's I, interesting I, to me. It is, it is actually. Maybe it's more of like it, the name and the way I feel and how I look like, it just doesn't match. So that kind of like triggers like an awkwardness in me. So I the just name don't is not it. real. The name is just something we make up as a society to, it's like the, 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 the concept of time. Time, right. calendars, those things uh-huh. are not real. Borders of countries, Argentina bordering Brazil. There's no real border. <laughs> That's not real. Yeah. We just know, made that. And people, yeah. and and maybe that's the best analogy. Like, okay, you guys, you guys, you're what south of Brazil, right? Or no, uh, north of uh, Brazil, right? Or, what, what's Argentina? Where's no, Argentina? we're east. Sa Brazil. Oh, you're south of Brazil. Okay, so you're south of Brazil. Okay, yeah. well, south. sorry, my God, my geography went all fucking out the window no, there. Okay. So you're south <laughs> of Brazil, right? Right. And and you 
we as a people, we as a, we as humans, have created a line that separates Brazil and Argentina. When mm-hmm. in reality, in science and in topography and in all of those things, <laughs> geology, whatever fucking ology, that doesn't exist. Okay, mm-hmm. it doesn't. Yet we defend that imaginary line by killing right. each other. By exactly fucking you it's know, like North Korea and South Korea. Right, right. We change our languages. You guys are Spanish, uh-huh. Spanish speakers, and then they're Portuguese because of right. this imaginary line that doesn't even fucking exist. Okay, <laughs> so maybe that's an easy way for me to understand what's going on. That your name mm. is not real. The only thing real about all of us is the physical part of you. The name is not real. My mm-hmm. birthday's October nineteenth. That's not real. We've created that. Okay. All right. It's probably more I'm 7,800 days years old or something like that. That's probably, that's my age, not 42, <laughs> because that's not real. All right. Uh-huh. Um, I guess so. But we defend it so hard. We, and, and maybe right. that's why. You know, you don't, like, you don't like the name as much as, I don't know, India doesn't like <laughs> Pakistan. But yet, <laughs> but yet, in the end, there is no India. There is no Pakistan. It's just yeah. them. Well, putting it that way, I think uh, I can work on it. You know, try to like, ah, yeah, it was just like no, no, name, no, 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 like don't, nothing. don't, don't, don't work on it because I don't want to change what makes you feel a certain way. Like, don't, don't even fuck around with it. I'm more inquiring. I'm more like, hey, why, mm, okay. why, why, why are you so, why are you so upset about it? If when your life was as a child was really good, and you don't have Sorry. to answer that, you'd be like, Mo, I don't know the, I don't know the answer to that question. I'm like, okay, fine, <laughs> that's good, that's good enough for me, <laughs> right? So anyway, yeah. all right. Well, hey, listen, it is a pleasure to have met yes. you. I no, loved you. this conversation. So please do me a favor and check in on sure. check in with me. You, you've got my number. Uh, yes. Check in with me anytime. Uh, if you've got anything you want to chat about or even just say, hey, today's my sixth month of this or, hey, we're pregnant <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Just that would check, be cool. check in. Okay. Sure. Cool. And yeah. And also, Mo, if you ever like, I don't decide to visit Argentina, I'll be glad to make a, a barbecue for you guys. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, and, and, and I'm not, and I'm going to, and we're going to take the bus everywhere because we want to see five, <laughs> five to six attractive people on a bus every single time. <laughs> But, yeah, totally. <laughs> yes. So good. Thanks, man. And, and uh, enjoy yeah. learning Spanish as, as Yo, you continue thank you, your man. quest there. You can ask me any questions off air. You, you can do that. You're welcome. All right. Thanks. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. All right. It. Thanks, man. Have All a good day. Right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. We'll take a break. Long call. We'll take a break. When we come back, we got more of the show. Very interesting. Uh, that's awesome. Thanks for uh, opening up to us. Uh, you're listening to Good Times with Mother Podcast Season 7, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Back after this, don't go worldwide. It's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Hey, Good Timers. Let's talk about Sharp Philippines for a second. Now, even before they came around on this podcast, I've been a Sharp customer. Why? Well, because I'm looking for that sweet spot of high performance and value. You do the research. Go on your favorite tech review site. I like CNET in particular. And what I find are positive reviews for what I'm looking for. 
So it's 2019. Let me tell you what that is. I'm looking for something that I, my wife, my kids, Lucas, Amsterdam can enjoy. The Android games on the TV are big for them. They are more into gaming than they are into, say, sports or TV series. So the Android TV offers them a new way to play. Now, I'm big on resolution. Whether it be to watch sports or my favorite TV series, I want it as clear as possible, and this is Sharp's calling card. Ultra high definition, baby. It's just so fulfilling knowing that my important TV time is also giving me the best picture quality around. And it doesn't stop there with viewing TV. Compatibility is another thing that's really important with me. I like to control my TV with apps that I already have on my iPhone and the iPad. The built-in Chromecast lets me cast movies from my laptop as well. So that compatibility with gadgets, super plus. Now sure, size matters, as we say on the podcast, but that's why I like Sharp 60-inch 4K ultra high definition TV but all of those features I'm talking about comes in sizes like 45 inches and 50 inches if that fits your house or your room better. So be original with Sharp and truly enhance your alone time, your family time with the very best that technology offers at a price point that's really good for you. This is my Sharp testimonial. I spend a lot of time at home. You guys know this. I'm not the one who goes out partying or does the outdoor stuff too much. I want to make sure my investments into my home time are really the best ones, and Sharp checks those boxes for me. I'm sure it'll do for you. Now let's get back to the podcast. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number three. Brought to you by Sharp Philippines and, of course, powered by Anchor. Uh, the mobile app or the website where you guys can get your own podcast up and going. It is a uh, easy place for people to get into podcasting. Basically, all in one, one-stop shop. Anything, everything you need to start your own podcast, you can find it on Anchor. You can host it, distribute it, record it, measure performances, uh, you know, the analytics, uh, show sponsors. You make some money out of it, which is really, really cool. Uh, you can do interviews and just every little thing. And, and what I love about the analytics is that it's not just which country is downloading your show. It breaks it down to the province if you're in the Philippines, all the way down pretty much to the barangay. It's really that uh, extensive and very cool and a good way to figure out how well you're doing, where you need to improve, all of those things. Mighty, mighty important information. So start your own podcast. Go to the all-in-one, totally free platform. And of course, that's Anchor, anchor.fm, if you're on your web browser. Uh, I was thinking about this last call with Blue here in, in Argentina. And, you know, when you think about the question, it's a very hard question to answer. I thought it was an interesting conversation, but it's a hard question to answer when someone says, uh, you know what what what's what's tough about being a guy because the first thing I, and I focused a lot about on the dick thing which I know makes me come off as oh guys are only about their dicks it, it it's not and and I know that it's easy to to if you listen to the show long enough it's easy to think man all Mo talks about is guys is guys, guys are always horny well it's true we are always horny but there's, of course, so much more to being a guy than just our dicks. I just can't think of it right now. And I think the reason why I zoned in on that one was because that's the part of him, uh, Blue, that is 
you know, that's the biggest difference, let's say, with a transgender man and someone who was born a man. Because everything else you can kind of, everything else you can kind of just get a feel for. You know, if he feels like he's been a guy growing up in his body, then if you feel like that's who you are and, and you're a male, then you, like all males, will slowly through time and experience, uh, you will just understand what what it is to be a male in, in society. So I was just kind of focusing on, on, on the dick stuff. And, and, and speaking of horny, we talked about this on the radio show, I don't know, maybe about two weeks ago. Uh, I wanted to bring it up here. What do you guys do when you're horny at work? Uh, work is a place where we spend a great majority of our time, more work than home, I think, or at least more work awake than home awake. And if people get horny all the time, guys especially, what do you guys do when you're horny at work? And we were talking, we we're taking calls on the radio. Got, we actually had a lot of females. We had way more females calling the show than males for that topic. And I was surprised that the answer was they'll just have sex at work. And I'm like, wow, really? You'll have sex at work? Yeah, they'll find a place, a room, some people who are in hospitals, some in the office, and they'll just straight up fucking have sex at work. And I, the, the number one answer I was going to think of was just jacking off. People are just going to masturbate at work, the restroom or whatever. But I was surprised at how many people act on the horny feeling at work, and then they go out and actually do something about it that, at that level, you know, all the way level. So I thought I'd ask you guys that as well. What do you do when you're horny at work? I was thinking the number one answer was going to be, okay, you schedule a FUBU or you tell your partner, oh, when I get home, let's go fuck one out, right? I, I, that's what I thought would be the number one answer. And then maybe the number two answer would have been masturbate at work, in the car or wherever, in the CR, whatnot. The last thing I was going to think, which was going to happen, was that people are actually fucking at work. But I, I guess it's, I mean... How many of you have gone through some, you know, your boss's office and found the condom in the trash can? I'm assuming it happens. You're like, oh shit, look, there's a condom. Like, is, yeah, maybe, I don't know. But what do you do about it when you're horny at work? All right, uh, let's take our final call of the night and we'll keep it here in Southeast Asia and, uh, Go to, gosh, I don't even know what city this guy's in. But here we go. Let go. Last call of the night. Next call. Let's go to Vietnam and uh, talk to RJ, who's 34 years old. RJ, you are in, is Vietnam's in Southeast Asia, right? I think so. Pretty, pretty sure it is. Yeah. Hey, RJ, thanks yeah. for being on the show, man. Hey, Mo. Uh, what's up? It's nice to talk to you again. Oh, you've called before. Yeah, I've been a fan since season one. Wow, all those fucking all those years, huh? Well, thanks for being here. Did you call? Did you call from uh -huh. Vietnam before, or were you in the Philippines when you first called? Uh, the first one I'm from in Philippines. Ah, okay. So now you moved to Vietnam. How long have you been in, in Vietnam? I'm fairly new, like three weeks. Three weeks. Okay, you're uh -huh. on, you're on vacation or or what? No, I'm. I'm here for work. Okay. Well. What's up? What's your, what's your story? So, yeah, um, I'm 34. Uh, I moved here in Vietnam just because to be with my boyfriend. Okay. Uh, my, my boyfriend moved here like a year ago, and I know LDRs don't work, so 
I decided to come here and find a work also, so we can be together. But the thing is, when I moved here, it seems like everything has changed. And a couple of days ago, he broke up with me. Oh, shit. And Yeah, and his reason was he doesn't love me anymore and he's attracted to someone new. <clears throat> okay. And my problem is that since I'm fairly new here, I still have no connections. I have not I have not established any connections yet. And I'm kind of somehow dependent on him financially because I'm new and I live in his place. I could not afford my own place because I'm not earning as much. Because I really took this offer just to be with him. That is and, awful. Yeah. Wait a minute. So if he broke up with you, he did not kick you out of the house? No. What did he say? He Wait, told me... Well, you can stay for uh, how long? Yeah. For how long? I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> we did not talk about it, but he said, yeah, yeah. You don't need to move yeah. out. You can stay here. You so, can, para na, ano, you can, do you feel that he just fucking dumped you in a foreign country and you just got there three weeks ago? Shit. Did we lose him? RJ? I feel that he... I don't know if the internet is shit in Vietnam. RJ, are you there? Hello? I think we lost him. Let's try to... Let's see if we can wait and see if we get him back. Hello? Yeah, there you go. Hey, RJ? Yeah, hello? Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I don't think he's... Um, it's just because of Awa. Because I can, I can say he still cares for me. And he's saying that he still cares for me. But not the love that... It was before. Yeah, he's. Uh, he but it, does me. he have a new boyfriend, or he just likes somebody else? He just likes someone else. Okay, and and when 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 did he dump you again? Was it you said you said you've been in Vietnam for three weeks? When did he dump you? Was it yeah the other day or what? Like last Sunday. Last Sunday. Okay, so it's been less than a week, uh-huh. five days. Um, what did you say? Did you beg him to reconsider? Did you say okay lang, and then just? How did you take the break? Here's the thing. I, yeah, I thought I thought uh, it's just all about sex. Uh, I think uh, my first thinking was that he just want to have sex with others. So I open up. What if uh, we can have an open relationship? You can you can have sex with others. And then he told me it's not gonna work because he, the love is really not there anymore. And uh, this something with his someone new is. Uh, Maybe blossoming into something serious. So, okay. So why not go home? You've only been there three uh, weeks. Just go back home. And I know you took a job there, but get a job back home. Yeah, but I have a contract. Oh fuck! How long? Uh, two years. Do you know if you can break the contract? Uh yeah. How much? Uh. I'm I'm not sure, but it has a contract ban. Uh, I'm just really not sure about how much. Do you, do you have your passport with you? Yeah, I have my passport. Anytime I can, I can. Then fucking just leave. Go home. Yeah, I I don't see the thing is. I mean, that might be bad advice. I don't know what happens with these contract contract bullshit, but I always feel like yeah. if you want to leave, just fucking leave, and they're not gonna sue you or not come after you. I mean, you're. You're in the Philippines. He's your company's in Vietnam. I mean, are they gonna 
come after you unless you work for the same company. Do you work for the same company that you worked for in Manila? No. No. Okay. What do you do? What's no. your job? Um. Uh, can I can I just not say? Yeah. Okay. You want to be anonymous like that? I gotcha. But but okay. RJ, you live in a country that has a very low English speaking or literacy yes. rate, right? So your communication is going to be tough. Now, obviously, there's probably zero Filipinos. So, I mean, there are Filipinos there, but just getting around the everyday, yeah, the everyday life stuff. You don't speak the local language, so you're kind of fucked. Uh, you don't know the culture, you're kind of fucked. Um, you've got a two-year contract. I would be the number one thing I would do right now, man, is to find out if you can get out of that contract so you can go home. Do you want to go home? Like, if, if there was no contract, would you go home, or are you going to try to stay there? Because well, may trabaho ka na abroad. Well, my 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 first. Uh, reaction is that I really want to go home. Like the moment they broke up with me, I, I just want to fly back home. But uh, thinking about it, nakakahinayang um, or I don't know. No, stop it, RJ. You're 34 years old. Stop with the hmm. stop with the fucking sentimental bullshit. This is a very serious situation you have found yourself in. Okay. And mm-hmm. the only thing you need to be thinking about is how you're going to survive this. And your career has to be, obviously, the top thing, okay? Uh, and, and just your quality of life. I don't think you should mm-hmm. stay there because you're not from there. Mm-hmm. You don't speak the language. Mm-hmm. You don't really know too much about it, I'm assuming. I would go home. That's the priority. Find a way to get home. And if, if that means talking to the Philippine consulate there in... Ho Chi Minh, or I don't even know what fuck. I don't even know what fucking cities are over there. If that means finding out what you what you can and cannot do, I would do that immediately. Uh, I would not try to salvage this relationship because this was a very cruel really? move on his part. Him him inviting you. Did you did he invite you to Vietnam, or you told him you're going and parang you, did you surprise him? I, uh, it's our plan. Uh, when he got the job here. Uh, okay, I'll follow uh, in about uh, a year. So I've been trying to get a job also here. Yeah, okay. Because so I know yeah. LDRs don't work. Yeah, so. they don't work. But see, that that's what you had. You had a broken LDR. In the It sounds like yeah. in the one year that you guys were apart, that's when you guys became mm. apart. And boom, look what you have now. So, dude, RJ, priority number one is get home. That, that that's That's my advice to you. Priority number one. More than re, mm-hmm. more than fixing this relationship, more than anything, get home. It, it's too foreign of a land. If, if this was Singapore, Hong Kong, fine. Maybe you could try to work it out and find a life there for yourself. Vietnam versus Philippines, you know, nothing. No offense, yeah. Vietnam, but it just it's too similar of a country. I'm assuming you're not making any more money than you were in Manila. Maybe if you are, it's a little bit. But yes. to, yeah, to trade that, yeah, to trade that for not being able to communicate with the local population. Maybe you don't even enjoy the fucking food. Maybe you don't, you know, you have, you have to relearn an entire culture and an entire system. I would just go home. You have no friends. Mm-hmm. You can't afford a place to live with the job that you have now. Yes. You got to go home. 
And if that means AWOL the job, if that's possible, I would AWOL the job. If they say, mm-hmm. oh, no, you have to pay $5,000 or whatever to get out of the contract, I would think about doing that. But let's see. I, I mean, find out. I, I'm, not, I'm, the, I'm the wrong person to talk about in terms of breaking a contract and running away. But you can find that answer from somebody. And mm-hmm. this relationship is over. The number one priority is get you home. As, yes, 100%. I think it's over. I think it was a bad idea to go there. And you just desperately have to find a way to get home. And if he wants you back, have him come to, Phil- to the Philippines. Fuck him. Because you, you just can't trust mm-hmm. moving and packing your life up, going to a country that's so foreign to us, and expect to do well there when you're thrown out of your house. Yeah. That's fucking bullshit. You sound like, uh, a, good guy. You sound like a good guy, man. I, I feel I really, my heart breaks uh, for you. Uh, thank you. Yeah, you, you, um, you don't sound that brokenhearted either, considering this just happened five days ago. Did you fuck him in the past um, five days? Since you guys broke up, have you fucked him yet? No. No. So it's a real. We're thing. not having sex since, like, uh, since I went here, we only have sex once. Yeah, this shit is over, man. Yeah. It's over, RJ. But, uh,. Can I just ask? Yeah. His reason was, uh, yeah, he, he doesn't love me anymore and he's not attracted to me. Um, what does that mean? Like, it, it, he's means, not attracted it, yeah, to that me means physically? Exa- yeah, everything, everything. He does not want you around anymore. It, I, I don't think it needs to be broken down too much. He's done with you. Mm-hmm. Maybe the LDR for a year just detached himself from you and he likes somebody else. RJ, there's nothing left here. There's nothing left here. Mm-hmm. It's time to pack up yeah. and head out and find a job and regroup and get a handle of your life again. I do not encourage you to stay there at all. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, do you want to stay there? Uh, personally, the place, the, the culture, the people, uh, it's not really something I would want to be in. Yeah. Like, I've been to Singapore, and Singapore is a nice country. But here, it's just like Philippines. It is. It is. And if you don't, it's just like Philippines. And if you don't speak the language, and it's just like Philippines. Yes. At least you can yes. communicate. <laughs> and you have family, and you have mm-hmm. friends. Why would you go to a country that's just like the Philippines that you don't speak the local language, you don't know anybody? And you just got dumped, yes. and you can't afford it. Like, there's no reason to stay. Even one extra day, there's no reason to stay. But find out the contract situation. Find out what you need to do to get out, okay? Yeah, maybe I'll go home, like, as soon as next week. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I will go home as soon as possible and start looking for a job mm-hmm. in back in. Where, where are you from in the Philippines? Are you from Manila or where? Manila. Manila, okay. Yeah, go back home, get a job, okay? And move, put the shit behind you. I'm sorry that you've gone through this. Uh, it's unfortunate. I, I find it to be very cruel on yeah. your boyfriend's part to not tell you before you arrived. That's a very asshole move. He could have broke up with you on during the LDR. But he decided to do it when you've left your life behind and come home, well, to where he is there in Vietnam, only to fucking 
dump you is yeah. such this it's got to be one of the worst breakups like this is the one of the worst ways to get really? yeah it's so bad I, i left everything in the philippines like my work my career And now you can't even fucking survive there because you're financially dependent on him. Really, yeah. really asshole move on his part. Mm. All right. So yeah, All thank right, you, Mo. Yeah, good luck. I'm hey, go get, get out of there. Get out of there. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, I'm man. To it. All right. Have a good day. Thank you, Mo. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Bye. Man, poor dude. What a fucking shithole move. I, I, I should be angrier, but I can't because he just sounds so calm. But are, aren't you all boiling inside? What a fucking asshole. Take a break. When we come back, we got more of the show. You listen to Good Times from other podcast. Season 7 brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines.